Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. guidance system, bitch. We clown in this motherfucker. You better take your sensitive ass back to GPS. What's up, you big bushy bitch? Hey, man, who are you talking to? I, uh, you. I was going to say something else, but I'd be disrespectful not to you, but to somebody else. And I was like, nah, I don't want to do all that. I'm going to get killed. Damn. i some witchcraft on me, bro. Bruja. <laughs> Welcome everyone, Sigma, Duo, Trios today Oh yeah, we rocking the trios all day Special guest episode Special guest episode, special Saturday episode Well, we're recording Saturday. this on a Saturday It's a Saturday, it is uh, I, Okay, let me, let me ask you this I know this ask is Ask away I know this is probably uh, depending on who, who, uh, who you ask type of thing now, we May 4th is May the 4th. Star Wars fans, right? Uh-huh. Now, normally they say Revenge of the 5th because it's the 5th one and usually you party out on the 4th and then, you know, get fucked up on the on Friday, the next, the following day. But it's Cinco de Mayo. So, yeah. And so, and I think because it's Sith, you know, S-I-T-H. I say Revenge of the 6th. Yeah. Yeah. So, you're with me on that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it, for me, it's May the 4th, and Cinco the de Mayo, sixth. and then Revenge of yeah. the 6th. Because yeah. Cinco de Mayo is when you really get fucked up. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hey, bro, let me tell you this. I celebrated Cinco de Mayo so fucking genuine yesterday. How'd you do it, bro? Fucking went to Taco Bell. <laughs> I swear to God, bro. I was like, you know what? Like, I'm kind of hungry. I don't I'm, feel like cooking. Don't tell me you got a fucking Mexican pizza. Nah, bro. First off. Pizza. That, I, don't, I don't fuck with the Mexican pizza. Like, I don't, I don't like that shit. Nacho fries are back now. Hey, not them. That, that, that shit is whack, whack dude. The, the uh, Mexican pizza, whatever it's called, that's whack. Oh, so I was like, going to say the nacho fries now, dude. Like, oh, no, they're so fire. No, like, you got to get them hot. Well, yeah, you want to eat them fucking fresh. What are you doing, bro? Are you just buying them in and let it sit there for a minute? I, apparently so. I eat that shit right quick, right I, away. I don't know. Like it, it was, it was like, eh. But, you know, that's how I celebrated. So I went to the market that we went to earlier to get some uh, snacks, and um, I got myself some tacos. It was hell funny, actually. So I go, you know, it's me and my wife and my kid, and, you know, they all want tacos. So I tell the lady, I say, how many tacos do you want? You know, my wife's like, oh, I'll do four. And I was like, all right, what about Vince? Well, I'll do four. I'm for cruise, two. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do five. I don't want to do too many. I mean, five is a lot already, but five. So I'm like, all right, you know, I told her, you know, cuatro, cuatro, dos, cinco, quince, and so she's like, okay, no problem. And I don't know how the conversation got brought up, but my kid was talking, and my wife didn't fucked up math. She's like, no, he's doing twenty. What are you talking about? And, he, and my son's like, no, he said five. It's like, no, it's two, four for me, four for Vince, two for Cruz, and then ten for your dad. I was like, whoa, 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 <laughs> ten. Oh hey, goddamn! Hey, I did not say yes. Okay, like not, 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 not a near. Hey, bro, I've been saying it for a cool ass minute, bro. She be trying to make me eat a lot to sabes que make get that panza, and I'm not attracted to nobody. You know what I mean? Isn't that genuinely the rule? It's sabotage? Nah. Doesn't that happen to most people? No, dude. The older you get, the more distinguished you get. The more sexy you look get. at this distinguished gentleman all this fucking silver fox look hair at the way he's seating oh yeah you are getting that silver fox i am you look like a fucking i'm accepting it now you know what like look a at, coconut 
look at. I'm gonna fuck it up, and I know you're gonna make fun of me because that's all you do. But right. you know what's pissing me off about the silver uh, facial hair and the fucking the your, hair? Your pubes are still black. I ain't got no pubes, bro. <clears throat> um, no, it's if you look at my face. <laughs> looking at me all fucked up. Um, if you look right here on my mustache, on the two sides, there's these two motherfucking white strands. And when they get fucking big, they shine. And so I'll be walking around and I'll look in the mirror and I'll be like, what the fuck's on my face? And it's like, <laughs> it's I, spider so, web. So I need to sit there and I got to literally pluck this motherfucker out because Damn. you see it now, huh? No, I don't see it. Okay, good. This lighting. <laughs> like when it, when there's a nice so that's sun. Why, that's why you like keep it shaved. Then, huh? Yeah. I got to trim it like all the time okay. and just get rid of it. But I think I'm actually going to pluck it, which is. I need that shit gone. Bro, you're going to pluck it, and then it's going to come back and then split, and now you got two for one. Yeah, I can't have that either. That's just going to be wild. Yeah. No. Just fucking let it grow, bro. Fuck it. I don't. It's getting hot again, dude. I don't, I don't like the way. It's just a fucking sweat collection system. No, I, already, I already sweat and run hot as it is, dude. I was fucking dusting areas in my store this morning at work, and I'm just like... Ah, damn. Fucking armpits hella drenched. I was like, bro, what is happening right now? Where the fuck? I need to go. Getting buckets of ice. (laughs) I do the ice challenge all day, every day, dude. That's for me, not for ALS or whatever the fuck it was for. What was it for, ALS? I think it was for ALS. What was that? Lou Gehrig's disease? I don't know. I think it's fucking crazy, all the little trends that have happened. I was actually actually kind of a cool one. That wasn't too bad. I was just, my thing was when that one started, I was like, Everyone's like, oh, my God. It's a, I'm like, that's a challenge? Like, there's motherfuckers that jump in a fucking tub of ice. Like, what? That's not a challenge. Right, like Kevin Hart. Acting like it's like. Remember know. the cinnamon challenge? That was stupid. People taking fucking tablespoons of cinnamon. Like, what the fuck are you going to do with that? Yeah, that's that's trying to kill somebody. That's murder. You ever see the murder <laughs> challenge? <laughs> a murder <laughs> challenge. <laughs> but what we got what we got on the docket today, man? Uh, there's no dockets, bro. We're just shooting straight from the hip. But uh, as we mentioned before, we do have a special guest in the house. Um, this man, him and I kind of go back a little ways. I uh, met him through the good old GameStop. Honestly, I wasn't sure how he felt about me at first. <laughs> I felt he kind of questioned uh, some of the things I did. But over time, you know, we, we grew to be true. Uh, what does I say? Not homies, but what does fucking uh, Jimmy say? Jimmy. From he doesn't say homies. Oh, the fellas. Yeah. The fellas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, him and I do, we became pretty close. Share a, a lot of the same interests. Uh, but without further ado, Daniel. What it do? What's up? What's up? He said, yeah, I'm on the mic, bitch. Yes, sir. <laughs> Man, it feels good to be on this podcast, to be real. I listen to you guys a lot. I was telling uh, my brother that I was even just playing Xbox with y'all. He's like, damn, man, I feel like uh, they're like famous just because we listen to them so much. So it's cool. Oh, your brother <laughs> listens too? Appreciate you, Well, because we ride in the car together on the oh, way to work. Oh, so shit. Okay. That's what's up. Xander, right? No, no, uh, Damien. Oh, oh uh, Damien? Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> damn birthday. Uh, what's it called? Yeah, no, at first, I mean. At, uh, like flashing back to GameStop, it's like that's one thing though with my managers. I never know like even what to think at first when seeing them because I've transferred through so many of them. But see, this is fucking like, dusty ass bitch over here fucking changing <laughs> shit in the store while I'm on vacation. I yeah, came back. To <laughs> came back from Germany, bro. <laughs> like, Who Wait, he was out in Germany. Yeah, yeah. Man. First week I was out there, he was I, uh, he was in Germany. So I was like, I didn't have a ASL at the time. What are you doing in Germany? Visiting family. I got a family out there. I'm uh, I'm mixed, so I'm I got uh, black in me and I'm German also. So you a black German? Yes, sir. Oh shit! 
Got That's an interesting combo, bro. It's cool. Not to sound like offensive in any way, but <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's cool. kind of dope, to be honest. Connect both to uh, you can be Mark. part of the hood, and you can be part of the hype. Hey! <laughs> 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 I can play for both teams. It don't matter. Damn, <laughs> that's that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Already fucking this up, dude. Hey, hey, you know how we do it at Sigma, bro. You, just, yeah. you, you know what I mean? It's like that clip said in the beginning, man. Yeah. <laughs> we we fucking go. We're on missile guidance shit over here, bro. Yeah. I finally understood what that means. Like it was the first time you played it, I was like, "What the fuck did that say?" And then I was actually listening to it. I was like, "Oh, we want some military grade shit." Yes, sir. Okay. There you yeah, go. Yeah, I got it. I'm a little slow, but I got it. You got it. You know. Hey, speaking mm-hmm. of military, is Military Appreciation Month Memorial Day? Or Memorial, like, you know, month and all yeah, that. Yeah, coming up. Oh, that's May? That's in yeah. May. May, uh, The first, uh, the or last, the last Monday of uh, May, right? That was the last Sunday. No, I think it's on a Monday. That was the last day of May. Mm. It's usually the last Monday. Let me fact check this shit. Oh, yeah. Google The last, check. right here. Monday, May, May 29th. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Memorial. Hell yeah. Trying to get, um, I'm actually trying to do some shit at my work. I don't name drop my work on these things ever, but... And I won't right now, but I'm doing uh <clears throat> Dutch Bros. <clears throat> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, we're doing like a uh, connect type of thing for uh, Memorial Day, like Xbox 360, where we have um, family, friends, if anyone uh, you know, you know, who had a uh, service members that you know were in service and they, you know, had the ultimate sacrifice that they had to do there. Thanks for you know providing our freedoms and our rights to live, but um, doing a little thing, just come through. Sit down, have a cup of coffee, talk about it, remember, talk about someone that you know that it's gonna be a touchy sh- stuff, man. But and that's kind of dope. Say, yeah. That's but, pretty yeah. dope, bro. I'm a big supporter of that, dude. And that, you know, my job, they do that too. They support military and stuff, but not as commercial as you would think. But it's still like it's a strand in the DNA somewhere. So if I have an opportunity to uh, impact that. Make sure cool. I do my do my you know do my business. You know what I mean. Yes, due diligence. Yeah, there you go. That's the word I was looking yeah, for. Yeah, I got you, bro. Speaking of uh, military, you heard of uh, Vet TV? I know I was telling uh, Nate about it a while ago. It's like uh, think of uh, the best way the way they describe it is like imagine if you um, had some um, Netflix employees that spent like three years in Afghanistan and they just got together and built a streaming service that's just a bunch of like different military shows. So like the one I just finished was called Recruiters. So it's about a bunch of Marine recruiters who, like, actually go out and just try to recruit people, but they also deal with their own, like, personal issues throughout the show. No shit, like a, like a, like a reality TV type of thing, but... No, not, not reality. It's, uh, like, a, like, if you were to just to take, like, a Netflix original. Oh, really? Or like that, but just completely, like, military. And it's, they got, like, a whole, like, wild, ridiculous, like, uh, military, like, sense of humor. No filter whatsoever. So the stuff is hilarious, man. I Bro, love it. it's like military humor is some next-gen fucking Hell humor. Hell yeah. <laughs> hey, we might have to do a Sigma episode with some some of the old boys. You know what I mean? Oh, I know they're going to get fuck, their hands on me. Lock the gate. Oh, they're ready <laughs> to rip lock you. the gate, bro. They're ready to rip you apart, bro. Dip it in ranch. Was dope is not too long ago. Um, my brother he got promoted, and we got to go. Uh, shout out, Phil. Yep, Congrats, shout Phil. out. We got to go to uh, the headquarters of the National Guard over here in Sacramento, and um, oh. it was dope going into the building and then seeing everyone and. It was a it was a unique thing to experience. I bet dude, that's cool. It was pretty dope. So you got fam in Germany, uh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. My mom's German. 
Oh, for real, your mom's? Yeah, she's uh, she's from out there. My they met. Uh, my both both my parents met in Germany. So my dad was sta- he was in the army, was stationed stationed out there. Yeah, look at that, dude! I didn't even know that. And look how <laughs> fucking clean that connected. <laughs> yeah, he was stationed out there, and then uh, his one of damn uh, I forget who the guy was, but he was real good friends with somebody, and um, he's like, oh, I want to introduce you to somebody, and I think that guy had actually a girlfriend, and uh, the the girlfriend knew my mom. And so they introduced my parents, and then they met out there, and then taught, taught each other to speak um, each other's uh, language and whatnot. They told oh, me no that they shit. like learned with flashcards and stuff. Oh shit! Do you That's know German? I, I wish, man. I know a couple cuss words, but other than that, what do you know? Uh, I know Shiza is shit, and then fake dish is fuck you. Oh, say I don't again? know how to say fake dish. Fake dish. Yeah, that's how I said it. Not, uh, not fake dish, bro. Like, I read, what the fuck? I said it how he said it, bro. <laughs> I might be saying it wrong. I'm not gonna lie, but. That's how, um, those are like the only two I remember. They taught me a bunch of other stuff when, uh, not the last time I was out there, but the the time before that, which was, damn, back in, I think still like middle school days, I think. Mm. But other than that, uh, no, I I don't know a whole lot. Uh, I wish I did. I wish I knew how to speak because there's a whole lot of family members I can't really uh, communicate with. So I always have to have like a translator with me. So luckily my my cousins, they're like real um, English spoken real well. So I could uh, communicate with them, and then it's kind of like a, it's usually like a three way conversation. But right, it's it's cool. It's just tough, you know. It sucks not being able to. Is um, it something that you like eventually would like to do? Oh like yeah, to learn most definitely. I just wish I learned it at a much younger age because I've heard it's one of the like the most difficult languages to learn. Bro, I feel that I wish I learned Spanish at a young age. I'm learning fucking Japanese, bro. It's fucking I heard that hard. right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, this um. This app right here, this one I'm showing you from my phone, so you guys listening, it's the uh, Pimsleur. It's really fucking good, dude. Does it cost? I know some of them. It does. Okay. It does. It does. I mean, yeah, you got to put a little investment into it. But but, but what's cool is that if you're on an Apple phone, you can subscribe, and it's like month to month, and you can like conveniently cancel whenever you want. Oh, that's cool. And the way it works, it's like 30, 30 minutes a day. You do 30 minutes a day, they'll teach you the proper way and everything. It's super repetitive. Like, you got to be like invested like into it like actually you know attempt um because uh when we were driving i was on a vacation not too long ago and we went to um los angeles and a uh, partial part of the drive like about an hour worth i was doing some of the the japanese stuff and it's fucking hard and it was a little difficult for me i mean it's all audio so that's the convenience you don't have to necessarily see they do have like once you complete the 30 minute audio lesson mm-hmm. um you then can go back and continue on that lesson they have flashcards, like you said they have like uh, memory match you know writing things challenging you on the sentences structure and all that like grammar and all that kind yeah of shit. all of it and they even have a pronunciation like coach for you so if you want to you know sound it's not like like how fucking most mexicans will say like my last name they butcher they you know try to add that like american flair to it's like arellano and it's like no bitch double l's make a y <laughs> sound and you gotta do the Y, you gotta do the Ya when it's double L and yeah. the R E, you know, you gotta put a little bit of that R roll into it. No Ariano. Okay. But you know, so they try to help you with that's, that. That's cool. That's real dope. So it, it's like it helps you like not only learn it but like also sharpen it too. Yeah. It's that's pretty cool. it's pretty slick. It's um the one I have because it opens up uh all there's like fifty something almost every language that's like, you know, in in the like world. The world yeah. Um I think it's like uh I think I got it like a special. So I don't know. I think it's 20 or 30, one of those, but it's like monthly. I think it's 20 a month. 
Um, but you have access to all the languages and you can do it on your own dime. So like, like I said, if I was like, yep, I'm not using it right now. I can go to my Apple, like the subscription spot, the subscription and spot just, and just cancel it. And then that's it. That's dope. like, I love that it, thing about Apple. So I know you said it teaches you to kind of like writing them a bit too, but does it, does it uh, help you help you read it? Well, that's, that's, that's like, the, that's the main thing. Oh, it's okay. um watch all. I mean, obviously people can uh, see it on here. And if I refer a friend, I get some, I get some bucks. So <laughs> I'm doing their job, you know what I mean? Um, so they give you the, uh, no, don't shake it. So they give you, they have a voice coach. They give you the readings. They give you the flashcards, the quick match, and then the speakeasy and the speed round. But you have to complete initially the first 30, um, 30 minutes of the actual lesson. Mm-hmm. Um, but even then, when you click on it, so break it down like that. So they'll show it how it's written in that, uh, you know, language, in this case, kanji yeah. for Japanese. Then above it, they'll show you how the break it down, like how you can pronounce it. And then they actually show how it is in English. And then you can click the play and then it actually will play. The audio. I, I might I might go that route with it because I've heard a bunch of a different uh, translator apps. I heard that Rosetta Stone is like one of the popular. Ones that was so one of the main ones. This one has like low key came out of nowhere and it's been making it happen. Really? Yeah. So I would I'd recommend it. Like, dude, just do like they have a seven day free trial. Fuck with that for a minute. Um, or just do a month, you know, what, 15, 20 bucks out of your pocket. Not too big of a deal, hopefully. I don't know how the world is nowadays. Um, but then if you don't want to cancel it, but it's it's solid, dude. But like I said, you just got to be invested to it. But I, I don't know. I always like to, you know, no plug. I'm not fucking endorsed by them or nothing. That would be crazy. But um, I just like to, learning languages is such a fucking difficult thing to do. Oh, yeah. And I, I've so far, of everything that I've interacted with, that's been the easiest fucking thing. Uh, the, what was it? You said pin what? Pimsler? Pimpslat. So <laughs> <That's> <laughs> uh, P-I-M-S-L-E-U-R. I'll send you the link uh, okay. when we're done recording here. But yeah, that's pretty good. And even for you, dude, like even the Spanish. So I got it. I did the whole thing because I could have up to like four family members use it. So my wife's using it to learn Spanish herself. Okay. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, dude. I Like, I, you know, I really wish like I, I would have learned Spanish. That shit would have been so useful. You know what? I'll tell you right now, dude. Spanish won't be hard to learn. I don't think so because I've been around it growing up. You, you're around it a lot, and I, I, the way I, I understand Spanish now, like I can't, like I said before, I can't communicate back to you in Spanish, but I pick out key words that I understand, mm-hmm. and based on like your tone and shit, like I, I kind of get the gist of what you're telling me. Well, it's not only that, but I don't want this to sound racist, but I'm Mexican, so it's not racist. But <laughs> well, you know how like when people be ignorant, they'll just add like a. You know, like, hey, schoolo, like, you know, they'll add the little O at the end thinking oh, that yeah. like makes it Spanish. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And hey, Francisco, El but, Drinko, empty O. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like some some words, <laughs> ironically enough, that's all it takes. And it does like you add an O at the end. It's yeah. like, oh, that's how you say it in Spanish, actually. <laughs> you know, I can't think of anything right now on the fly, but, you know, it's not that um, it's not that hard. The only difference with Spanish is that there's like proper spanish and there's like the spanglish that everyone's used to mm-hmm. so that's why i feel like it'd be easy for you to pick up on it you're my wife i think i think she can pick up on it like really quick they teach you proper spanish but like we did one of the lessons on the road for her and i'm listening to it and i'm sitting there like yep that's exactly yep. like i already i knew exactly what they're saying and she was trying it and you know she did the learning hopefully she don't get mad at me but she did the learning way where it's like 
you know, trying to, pr- I don't want to fuck with her, but, you know, trying to pronounce it, but it's like hella broken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But then after I said, and then I said it again, I'm like, no, you want to say it like this. And it's like, oh, and I'm like, here, here, back. Oh, like. Did you, uh, you, like, grew up learning Spanish already? Like, you already knew it? Or is it something, like, you learned uh, as you got older? Rick's ESL. A what? English was the second language. Oh. Yeah. Damn, how did I not know what that abbreviation meant? It's all right. It took me a second. I was like, wait, <laughs> you call me stupid? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck you call me? Um, so, yeah, that's always been my story. It's um, actually, like, me and my older brother, we had to learn you know, English, what it like pretty much the American way too. Cause both my parents are from Mexico. Okay. And all, you know, they came just hard workers, you know, your, your typical Mexican immigrants that back in the day when they came and they tried to find that American dream and they were just busting their ass nowadays. I don't know how that shit is. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> um, so yeah, so I had to learn, I actually had to learn both languages. So I was learning Spanish growing up because that's when my parents spoke to me because right. my parents had like kind of, really broken English. Um, and I learned all English through school, elementary school. So I had to teach that to myself and pick up on whatever my brother. So the reason why, so here's a fun fact for you and for everyone, actually, the reason why I'm so invested in pop culture movies, like I freaking love movies, TV shows and everything. A lot of that was my teacher. I learned a lot of like life's lessons. Like I know it sounds, I don't know if that sounds like fucking depressing or not, or like, (laughs) you know, weird or whatever, but like fucking, you know, fresh Prince of Bel-Air family matters, fucking step-by-step fucking, you know, all those sitcoms you can think of. That's where I learned a lot of like family shit and morals, you know, fucking full house and all that. Mm -hmm. Like, cause my parents, you know, they, they were just, all they taught me was like fucking hard work. Don't bitch about nothing. Like if you want something, go get it. Like just the hard road. Because that's what they're used to. Yeah. Um, and there was a language barrier at times. Um, so everything else, like about me, I had to learn externally. And it was it was, it was difficult, but um, I mean, shit, made me the person it is now. And so like my kids, and it fucking sucks because that's what I went through. So like my kids, they don't know Spanish. I got to teach their asses because English is what they went into because obviously we taught them that and they're in a country that speaks like, predominantly English. So. Yeah. Um, it's just how you upbring, you know, it's really, there's nothing to knock on anyone, but, um, I mean, I'm sure if you like, cause I don't know your situation, but I'm assuming you grew up in America. Yeah. 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 So if you grew up in Germany, you'd probably be fucking, what the fuck right. is English? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Same yeah. thing with Nate. I think you were what? You're more exposed to English from the jump? From the jump. Yeah. My mom speaks Spanish. Uh, but I also spent a lot of time at my my grandma would babysit us and she was predominantly Spanish speaking and her English was broken. So a lot of the time she would speak to us in Spanish and that's kind of how I, like I said, figured out how to, how to understand what she was saying based on whether she was going to hit me with the chunkla or not, you know? <laughs> so, but yeah, like, he's like, do I got to run? Or? Yeah, pretty much, bro. I remember, bro, I remember one time she was like, Yelling at me for something. I don't know. I was being a little shithead for something. And she said something in Spanish. And I was like, whatever, you brat. You said you said that? I said that. Oh. I said oh, that. Yeah. Let me let me tell you, like. Yeah. You, you don't be scared of your dad when you're a kid. You don't be scared of your mom. Grandma? Ooh, a Mexican grandma? Uh, yeah. Bro, I, 
I don't think I I let out an audible scream. Like that shit. Like you know when you get hit so hard, like you like your scream just fucking evaporates inside your body. <laughs> yeah. He did a fucking Tom from fucking Tom and Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, dude. He tried to do a ah, yeah. <laughs> but he's <did> that, <laughs> <laughs> fucking turned white and got fucked up. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, never again, bro. Never again. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, but no, that's pretty much how that is. So, um, but yeah, no, it Spanish was like my original language, and then English became my predominant one. But I had it literally. That's why. <clears throat> So another fun, I guess I can be a little vulnerable, but that's why I like my, the way I speak and everything, mm-hmm. it's not high. Cause I don't read a lot of books. And so that's why it's not like high society. Like it's very like casual, casual. And like, I would like, you know, we'll, we'll politically correct. We'll say urban, urban. <laughs> you know, I would say ghetto, but it's because that's, that's how it is. Like I, I had to teach it all myself and had I like probably, I don't know, read more cause I hate fucking reading books. They put me to sleep. Um, oh, reading is one of the most like it's helpful in a way of like trying to like expand your vocabulary and uh, speaking 100. skills. But it just I don't know. It's like it's boring, I guess. Like, but yep. so that's why I'm like real picky with stuff that I want to read and try to read. So that's why it's just I don't know. I feel you with that. That's hard. That's rough, yeah. You got to have that that natural, like you know, urge and excitement yeah. of it. I just I can't do it, dude. Like I love reading, but not like you said. It's got to be interesting. But some certain things that I've didn't think I would find interesting to be reading. I've actually um, been more into now, but I think that's just because of like uh, certain directions. I try to take my mind. So like certain areas of the Bible, I read fucking uh, Norse mythology. I love reading. I have this big old like uh, mythology book where it has all of them. I think it's like Egyptian, Greek and Norse. So it's like those, that area stuff. I like the short story, like stuff that like could be, could have been real kind of uh, deal things. And that helps too with like grow your spiritual uh, spirituality. I like that. You ever, that's an interesting topic. You ever like, um, I know mythology, it's like, what is it officially dubbed? Is it fiction? Or is it like, because I feel like some of that shit. I I don't think it's dubbed anything. It's just mythology? I I was going to say. Because they they can't either prove or deny it that it happened. I feel like, I mean, I would say a lot of it is kind of like in the direction of like, you're talking about like. Uh, mythology outside of well like religion, like outside, like norse like, and greek yeah like, like norse greek you know like okay like like fucking the gods like zeus and all that shit that i mean i guess like nate was saying there is no really way to tell whether or not i mean because at the same time it could have been like maybe they did i don't know see some shit but at the same time they could have just been hallucinating on whatever or b that could have been some people that was bored as hell and wanted to create some form of like a like a superhero and it was like man this like where does this lightning come from so maybe yeah. there's like this being that creates it or something but i mean who knows dude i mean really i'll to be honest i tell myself that it was real just because i like the idea of it you know i think it's so cool like i mean and i'm sure at the time people lived for it you know they lived for it believed in it i'm sure they even prayed to it and they died for it so yeah yeah i mean it's no different than what you would have religion now yeah you know, people doing the same thing. A big, like, it's all. It, it, when it comes down to it, it's all like whether you believe. Like believe is belief is the biggest thing. Yeah, that's like a huge part of why I wear like my uh, my bracelets I have on. Like my uh, the one on my left is like from it's from the TV show Vikings. I don't know if they actually wore the bracelets during those times. It's they call it their sacred arm ring. So they would when the uh, when the sons would turn ten, they would get like kind of in a way of being sworn in. Like they gotta uh, swear to like be 
the greatest, the greatest warrior, best, um, like on, super honorable, just ready to go out there and die for Valhalla and be ready to go to Valhalla when the time comes. And in order for them to reach that level, they have to actually follow through with all their promises and everything. It's like a rite of passage. Yeah, yes, that's that's one of my reasons I got I got this one on. And then my one on the right, it's it's a verse from a Bible. It says, "For I know the plans for you," declares the Lord, "plans to prosper." Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope in the future. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. That's like real big on a lot of my uh, mental stuff that where I've been. So a lot of my uh, a lot of my songs. Every time I try to like write certain songs or certain music, my mind always goes to kind of like a darker place. And it's like, man, I hate writing this kind of stuff so frequently and consistently, just because I don't like to be a lot of spend a lot of time in that area. You know, so I um, I kind of keep this on to kind of just remind myself of certain things and to hope to kind of push myself in a different direction and try to make more, create more like uplifting stuff. You know, it just helps remind overall myself overall growth. Things. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. And it's like, if it's a whole lot of a feeling of like loss and emptiness and stuff. So this kind of just like a cool reminder, you know, well, I like that a lot. <clears throat> I mean, we need, I mean, that's what we need in, in this world. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, that's, that's the whole, like how you said earlier, belief, you know, it's what the religion, you know, where there's God and hell, like there's gotta be, some people need something to know that it's not just, this is all that's it. You know, there's more, mm. you know? Absolutely. That's why I like fucking, I believe in ghosts and shit because I'd be down to be one. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, <I'll laughs> Come back and bro, fuck, fuck with somebody. Bro, I'd be, I'd be haunting it, kids on some petty shit. Like, for real. <laughs> At the same time, though, man, I feel like I'd be scared to be a ghost just because it's like, dude, like, do like, I ever, like, move on from this stage? Like, it's like, you always hear, what? At least most like movies and stuff that have to do with ghosts, you always hear about them being restless, and re- mm-hmm. being restless is like I think one of the scariest things. Yeah, That's yeah, like, it's like still like there's still something unfinished, or you still got to accomplish, but it's like a limbo of sorts, you know. Yeah. Or it can just be torture, you know. Yeah. It's like um, what was that movie? Uh, the Frighteners. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. Nuh-uh. Watch that one. I think you would dig it. It's a Sam Raimi movie, so it's a little over the top as far as like some of the dialogue and stuff it's got michael j fox in it but it's like he's able to see ghosts and shit like that um but the spin to it is like the reason why he, these ghosts are still lingering with him is because they haven't fulfilled what they needed to actually go into the light like or heaven area. or whatever and yeah. it's oh, pretty cool it's a cool movie that's cool i like those concepts of uh of ghosts and whatnot like i think and i think it'd be cool to actually experience a form of like real life superpowers if if we do like turn into ghosts after, you know, I think that'd be dope. That'd be hella dope, bro. That'd be hella sick. Yeah, no, I've always been um, ancient mythology for a minute. There, actually, growing up, I thought it was fucking real. I'll tell you that much, like one hundred percent. But no, it is. It is something that's very interesting. That I think little by little, it's like disappearing nowadays. Um, you know, it's like pop culture is finding ways to bring them back, whether it's video games or movies and stuff. But, like, if you really just go back to, you know, when they first started and when you first seen them, like, it, there was some interesting stories, interesting concepts. And it's just, it's always been one of those things, though. I'm like, is this, at any point, was this ever real? I mean, fuck. Apparently, Egyptians beat, or not them themselves, slaves, beat, uh, build fucking pyramids and can't do shit since. You know what I mean? So it's like, what, there's, there's something there. You know, you look at Mayans and all this, so it's like. Yeah, there's, yeah. And it's always too in the form of a period, of a period, a fucking uh, pyramid. 
Mm-hmm. Like they got the Mayan ones, the Egyptian ones. I've heard back and forth things with the Egyptian pyramids, though. I've heard slaves have built it, and then I've also heard that um, royalty like did it themselves. But I kind of find that second one harder to believe, just because it's like if you got all that stuff back then, I don't see them actually doing that. It was but. aliens, bro. Fucking illegal aliens. <laughs> they just dropped that <laughs> shit. So it was my great 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 fucking grandpa dude built that shit. Lay the brick. That's okay. Done. I don't know. Some of that shit, like just has to be alien or has to be some type of mythology because some of the things like i remember watching a program on disney or disney fucking discovery where they were trying to replicate some of the structures that they found in egypt and even with today's advanced machinery and technology there there's no way they could replicate it and it was just like how what? like how is that possible like it had to be pre-built and dropped from the sky yeah like there's or there has some type of tool or or something that like An doesn't exist guns. yeah it was a trip. I got to find what it was, but it was an old show that they used to they used to run. I'm pretty sure it was Discovery Channel, mm. and they tried to uh, like replicate certain structures, and there was like, there's no way, like, yeah, like how it's made, but on some mythology yeah. stuff. I want to say it was Ancient Aliens. That sounds right. That, wasn't that on History Channel? Shit, maybe it was on the fucking History Channel. Dude, every time I think of like the name of one of those shows, I think back to that South Park episode. Damn, <laughs> where they talk about. Uh, was it like Thanksgiving or something? And they said like the aliens were involved. And who was the, they had like some type of celebrity that needed to like open this portal for them. And she's like, let me think about it. Mm, no. And he's like, I just, I need you to open this portal. I can't remember. Oh, hamburgers. <laughs> but no, yeah, that, that mythology stuff is cool, man. It's always, always found it to be real, like real fascinating. You, you know what? Like, I don't, I don't have any necessarily way to kind of prove it, but I think maybe, what I like to think is that a lot of the ancient mythology and stuff like that has kind of um, evolved into what modern religion is. How so? Like, over time, right? So, like, I guess it would kind of be like the telephone effect. Remember that game Telephone used to play where, like, you'd start in a group. That's how I one, feel about the Bible, dude. One person would say something, and then they'd whisper it into the next person, and then they'd go on. And on and on until you got to the end. And then I've the, never played that with them. So the the person at the end had to repeat what they were told. Right? So like yeah. say I started and I said said like I don't know, something stupid like, like uh, dogs dogs uh don't look up when it rains. And then I'll say that to the next person. The next person. And after like thirty people, the last person will probably have something like dogs like dan- dancing in the rain. Oh, so you gotta yeah. just change one Yeah, yeah so somewhere somewhere along the way you can't necessarily pinpoint where but somewhere along the way, something was changed. Huh. And then now that's what the new belief is, right? Because that's what they were told. Yeah, yeah. So that's how I feel a lot of like the ancient stuff happened. That and then a lot of like the writings and stuff were either burned that's, or lost. That's why I felt that's yeah. what, I, what, I, what I, I've always thought about it because you mentioned the Bible. That's how I feel about the Bible. Like I feel like if you want to read the Bible somehow, some way, you got to have clearance to the fucking Vatican and see that shit because, you know, you think about it, the Bible's like, old as shit i mean if we're you know this case 2000 2023 after death and then there's bc before christ as they say if you if you go off the religion and there's so many fucking years that are in that it's like the person who originally wrote it where there was the gods themselves giving it to who was it fucking not noah moses uh, moses giving it to fucking moses and then he's translate you know giving it to the next person next person 
how at some point does it get there? And then you got to think about as it's being translated, how does man fuck that up by putting their agenda into it? You know, so we have a hypothetical story of, you know, the fucking uh, never ending burning bush or some shit. And what if somebody wanted to change it for their own gain? Because that's the teachings they had. So to me, yeah. it's like, you got to find, that's why there's, there's certain, cause I, if you look at it, like the Bible and you get it, like there's like, I don't know what fucking version they're on, but they're like on hell aversion, whatever. And yeah. so you got to find one of the early, early, early scriptures. And I feel like nowadays, like if I went to the store and bought a brand new Bible, you know, what, 400-page book if so? Because I've only read it once. I've read the Bible in its entirety one time. Oh, no. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. I did it. <laughs> but um, I feel like if I read it now, I feel like there would be a lot different. And, you know, and then you think about, too, uh, English, how it changes, how the meaning of words change. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, they evolve into um, different meanings, different tones, what have you. So, you know. To us, fucking tomorrow could mean something completely different, you know, 7,000 years ago or some shit. You know what I mean? So that it's, and it, tones, too, like picking yeah. up tones from different languages. Like that something could have been written in Latin, you know, thousands of years ago. And it could have been written just as like, you know, this, a pun or a joke. Yeah. But when it's translated, you can't tell that. So then it becomes yeah. literal. And this is why mythology has always been a fascinating thing to me because it doesn't really change. It, it doesn't really change, but it's beyond like, if you think like, okay, you think of world history. I mean, there's so much that we can kind of, to Nate's point, using the telephone example, we can kind of go back and pinpoint, we can kind of go back and say, Oh, this is where it came from. Mm-hmm. Obviously that changes. I mean, now it, I don't know. I don't know how old you are. But like 9-11, for example, history, that's American history to me and leading up to it and while it happened and after it happened, the narrative was completely fucking different to what it is now, you know, because now, you know, most of America hates America. And so when you fucking try to, you know, that day was a very devastating and fucked up day, but it was also probably one of the most fucking patriotic days as well, especially the day after and all that. And, you know, a couple times after, but from then to now with all the agendas and everything that's been going on and blah, blah, blah. And this president and that president and fucking this PC thing there and PC thing that like it's a bunch of fucking shit everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like generation now don't give a fuck about nine 11 and they think it's, it's a joke. They can. Yeah. That's always one thing you hear about, 11 is like it's there's always like these random yeah like nonsense and so, there, about it. and so there's a lot of shit so i mean think about that that's literally what fucking 22 years yeah you know yeah. since it happened and look how convoluted it is now we're fucking talking about a fucking book a story that was written fucking like long long time ago yeah. you know what i mean and it's like so what you know it's it, it's so like what Nate and I were, were saying, it's like it's hard for us to believe what the intent originally was or what was originally said. And that's my thing with Norse mythology, because if you read the Bible and you or not Norse, mythology, but just general mythology, if you read all these things, it's like to your point, it hasn't really changed anything. Right. It's almost mm-hmm. consistent, but it leads you to believe. Is this real? 
Yeah, you know, because that's my thing. It's like I feel like it could be real. You know, I feel like I just think we fucked up as a as a race and got rid of a lot of. They're like, oh fuck, there's a dragon. That's a fucking amazing. And then they killed all the fucking dragons. I mean, look how many what fucking bees are almost extinct nowadays. Fuck about that kind of like that side of things too. When you think of like the humans like wanting to like exterminate something like that, it's like a lot of it has to do with war, ego, a whole lot of like just stuff that don't really matter i feel like so it's i think that's what kind of fucks us in this sense now to where we can't really tell what is real and what, what isn't and what has Bro, affected the evolution of that kind yes. of stuff. so so not to sound like an acid trip so you guys are familiar with the mandela effect right yeah, yeah. right so here's a thought what if the mandela effect is real but it's just the universe's way of switching timelines <laughs> that's crazy you say we were gonna go marvel in this motherfucker no 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 I'm right no so seriously, like we're talking like quantum physics right like get all high science as rick says but what if everything that was written to your your point like in the the mythos right norse egyptian that all existed mm-hmm. right when do, when do people really want to write stuff down what's the main reason people want to write stuff down well it's it like it's like sacred to them no it's, it's like, like right now i mean if you're in the fucking if you're if you're downtown and someone's getting fucked up, what do you what, what's the first thing most people do nowadays? Keep going. No. Oh, the fucking phone. They pull out a phone and they, they fucking they want, record it. They want to record it, right? So that's the main reason people write stuff down. They want to share that information, right? They want a proof yeah. in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. So what if those timelines changed with like different Mandela effects? Like so say like way back then in like Norse mythology, right? Thor did exist. Zeus did exist, you know. Mm. And they they would pray and pray and pray. And then one day the timeline switches, right? No one really notices until someone does. And it's like, "Wait. Wasn't Zeus's beard longer? Didn't it used to not be gray?" And then all of a sudden this shit just fucking Right? And then there's little things here and there and then it, the timeline just eventually changes to where now Norse mythology has become something totally different. Yeah. Huh. Like, wouldn't that be a trick? That'd be some high science, dog. Yeah. <laughs> That's just me on my uh, acid trip phase. <laughs> I, I, it's tricky, dude. It really is. You know, because, I mean, maybe that's the reason why... Now I'm going to get even more fucking sci-fi and fucked up right here. Like, maybe that's why our bodies are only designed to not necessarily live beyond 100. So that way people can fucking forget and start anew. It's just so whack. It is, man. I feel like human is, like, the coolest but yet wackest thing there is, man. I feel like we're so uh, fragile in terms of just everything, really. Oh, fuck yeah, we are. 100%. Like, strong, but, like, it's like that... uh, you know when they make I forget what the piece is called there's a specific name but like when they have glass and they're making glass and it makes like that teardrop when they when they fucking melt it and they burn it yeah there's like a little piece that comes off or whatever and it has a specific name I'd have to look it up but it's like the strongest thing ever right like you can't you can sm- you can take a hammer to it try to smash it throw it on the ground like run it over it won't break until you clamp the tail cuz it's like a teardrop so the little like pointy piece like if you were to take like a pair of like pliers and do it, it completely shatters. I feel like humans are like that. 
I feel like our minds are. Most definitely. You gonna look up the name? So yeah, I was gonna try. <clears throat> yeah, the mind, the minds are very fragile. Hell yeah, dude. I think, um, but I think there's just so much. Um, there's so much. I think training that needs to go into play when it comes to the mind. There's a lot of discipline, a lot of, um, you know, trying to free your mind. Mm-hmm. Not to fucking sound like the matrix. But it's true. But it's true. Like, you know, I, this is one thing that I've been saying. So, like, you ever seen, um, I'm recording fucking movies. I don't even seen all the movies. Have you ever seen Equilibrium? That's with Denzel? Nah, that's what, uh, that's, that's Equalizer. Equalizer. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Equilibrium is an old movie, kind of on the vein of, has some aesthetically like The Matrix, so it has Christian Bell, and then it's like a dystopian, like, world, future, or whatever, but what the, what it is, is they take um, pills, all humans, all society, and it eliminates emotions. Whoa. And I think, and it, uh, it shows just how productive they are, you know, and there's, you know, obviously rebels against it, but... I think that right there emotion is so, um, I think it needs to evolve and people need to have a different point of view. Cause I think we lean in too much to it as an excuse. Yep. And then there's times where we, whether it's good or bad. And, and if we're able to somehow harness it and control it and at the same time, let go, it fucking makes life so much easier. Oh yeah. But, um, it has a lot of control over the human mind. Oh, dude, 100%. I mean, that's the number one driving factor for anything when it comes to our mind. It's the emotion, but it's also the hardest thing to, like I said earlier, just to try to wrap around. This is why, like, I, you know, Nate's known me for a long time, and, you know, I, I try to live my life in a in a state of mind of just, that's a you problem, or fuck it, because when you worry about shit, when you really shouldn't be, or, you know, Beyond your control or some bullshit. Shit can make you sick. It does. Yeah. It really does. You know? Y'all spend some real bars over here. <laughs> it's really hard to, uh, I don't know, it's really hard to balance. I think most people can do that, though. I think it's also dangerous, too, though, to kind of completely, like, turn it off. I think that's that's a good point you make is to make it balanced. Yeah. You can, if you get too much of one or the other, can completely throw you in. Yeah, and, and, mm-hmm. and that's why I brought. That's why I gave the example of that movie because when you see that movie and you see how fucking emotionless they are to like certain things, it's like, like what the hell? What are you then? Like, what's the fucking point of living? Where's your soul? Right. Yeah. You know. But if you're able to compartment, uh, oh my god, compartmentalize, compartmentalize. I can't speak. And like you know, just siphon certain things to it, and you know, suppress certain things like. It makes life so it's, much it's easier. It's really the true meaning of controlling your emotions. Yeah. Like, you have total control of your emotions. Like, when you hear people say, like, oh, you need to control your emotions, it's just kind of like, it's pretty much the nicest way, the HR way of saying, get your shit together, you know? <laughs> really, but yeah. Like, truly trying to control your emotions is, I'd say, about 98% of the world cannot do. Oh, without a doubt. You know, like, well, especially like nowadays. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But you know, once humans, we get, are able to get to that point where that's something we can do. Oh, dude, we, we can do some crazy shit. Oh, yeah. It's, it's that. And then it's like, or yeah. on the flip side of that, what if we were able to do that? That's why we were able to build the pyramids. Yeah. You know what I I'm mean, saying? We've seen those what ifs. Yeah. You know, like if people were more, 
fucking collaborative and not so much against each other or opinionated, like how progressive they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what, what's crazy. It's like we're, uh, as humans, I feel like we're a whole, like we are robots, like in a way, but without all like the mechanical like wiring and all that, like we can either be super robotic or we could be super, um, the fuck is the word, dude? Like, damn, I can't think of the word. I don't know. I don't want to say sensitive, but it's more of like a, uh, like controlled by your emotion, you know, like it's not, uh. Like it always happens to damn robots in the movies and stuff. When they, if they, if the emotion tries to like, if it becomes too much of a part of them, then eventually everything just kind of gets wiped out. So it's like a, um, dude, I cannot think of this word right now, like how to describe it. But that is like one of our, our things if we can't balance it. Like they get erased or, like no, like if we've become too emotional, uh-huh. it, it could uh, it overcomes like them. Another form of like a sickness, yeah. Like it can like over like it can overcome you. Like it becomes your like driving force behind shit, you know. Uh, okay. Which is, I feel like could be a, a dangerous thing. But. Yeah, total downfall. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Well, shit, man. Hey, bro, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I do gotta use the bathroom. I use the bathroom. <laughs> 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 Mr. Jones. <laughs> Mr. Jones. Can I use the bathroom? What you gotta do? Number one number or number two? Said number one. Yeah, man, by all means. You can you can use my restroom. Yeah, car, I'm not gonna lie to you. Well, you're drinking is Starbucks double shot. Double shot espresso, the vanilla flavor, and then my uh Damn, he was straight put the plug in there. Hang on. And I got uh the Virgin, oh. the Virgin Sigma Dual Cast drink, and I was chugging water before I uh, before I even left. I was working on some of my school stuff too. So my shit yeah, by all means, man. Use it. Um, so yeah, man. Right here, I'll be right back. Yeah, do your thing, man. We're on some high science shit today, bro. Yeah, man. That's um, we never know where we're going, but I love when we get there. Kind you of know taking, what I'm talking about? Taking us back to that. Um, what was it episode three? Fuck that, dude. The first time we drank fucking, fucking Terramana. F the Rocks tequila, bro. All my mother's sons in there. Yeah, that first, um, when we first did that, that tequila, man, fuck. We went into some. Some high science, bro. Spiritual shit, dude. The what? Dude. <laughs> I, don't think I, I don't think I'll do that one again. Well, that's because we're also drinking it straight. Oh, that time, yeah, that was like six, six, seven shots. Yeah, we killed like almost the whole fucking bottle, dude, on its own. That was some wild shit. Mm. And it was the blanco, dude. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Hey, man, that's some shit. That's some crazy shit to think about, though. What is everything? The universe. It's like mythology and like, because that's always been a thing in my in my head in terms of thinking like, you know, what's real, what's not real, what's what's real history, what's not real history. I kind of just want to, I, I almost want to say like, it does exist, just not in this universe. Because ultimately, right, right, the, the universe, so vast, like, <laughs> does it have an end? Where does it end if it does? How far how far does a fucking rabbit hole go? I was going to say, you can go down that rabbit hole. Like, you can be like, Mars was the previous fucking... That's where... Earth? Mythology and shit. No, Mars. Like, that was where... Oh. Actual... Oh, that's Norse where Ma- place? Norse mythology was, but fucking got dried up. Mount Vesuvius was actually Mars. Mm-hmm. And now on this timeline, it's on Earth somewhere. Yeah. Wherever it is, because I'm not a 
Geographist. <laughs> Geographist. I'm not a planetary fucking. <laughs> I'm not a planetician. <laughs> Making up words. My name's not NASA. <laughs> I love seeing that meme where it's like, we got technology that can take a picture of a fucking planet from like billions or whatever stars, but we can't even take a picture of a fucking dude in a bank. <laughs> right? That's some bullshit. That's capitalism, baby. That's some cheap ass fucking uh-huh. camera. That's some Kmart shit. That's the we don't give a fuck about our employees. That's five below, Dollar General. Dollar General. Where'd you get your cameras at? Dollar General. Yeah, they were on sale three for five. Damn. They take triple A's. I went to a Dollar Tree, bro. It should be should be called the two dollar tree. <laughs> Is it, I call it inflation tree. Inflation tree. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to the inflation tree. You want anything, bro? I remember the first time, like. I don't remember if it was last year that they, they raised the prices or the year prior, but I was in line, right? And I was checking out, and the person, like, in front of me, dude, was so fucking mad that they raised the prices 25 cents. It's 29 now. Wait, it's they raised it? No, I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it, bro. Dollar twenty nine. I could barely make that quarter. I can't do the extra four cents. That's two people's opinions. Isn't it wild? Speaking of like about history and the past, isn't it wild that we can remember days when we're like, you know, dollar was a dollar or fucking cheeseburgers were like fucking 70 cents and shit Bro, like that? This McDonald's over here. Uh, by my house? Well, that one. And then the one over by where I used to work on uh, Prescott. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. I remember the days of 29 cent hamburgers, 39 cent cheeseburgers. Mm hmm. Drop $20, get a fucking buttload. We were cheap. We'd get the hamburgers and buy the fucking craft singles and put the cheese on ourselves. Because <laughs> it was cheaper that way. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, back, well, you know, back in back in 95, probably 96, actually. Yeah. Right? Like, the craft singles are like a buck 30. Yeah, dude. For like 12 or 24 or whatever it is. And you just you know, put your own cheese on. Right? You're paying 10 extra cents for no cheese. Nowadays, dude, you add cheese. I think the most I've ever paid for cheese, which probably fucking punch myself, is like a dollar. Dude, I haven't I haven't been to McDonald's in a cool fucking minute as of late, right? But I did recently go like I think a week ago or something. And I didn't I you know I was just like, I want something simple. Like I just wanted fucking garbage food for whatever reason. And so I go sometimes you just want to feel like shit. <laughs> right? It's just like <laughs> I know what I'm getting, so fuck it. Uh-huh. And I got a McChicken. Right with cheese because I like cheese on my McChickens, and dude, it was like four fucking dollars. I'm like, bro, whatever happened to this thing being a dollar and then paying like twenty cents for fucking cheese? Uh, the dude. value menu ain't a value anymore, bro. Well, here's the fucked up funny thing about it: they dived, they uh, fully like went in on the whole like app shit because you know yeah. whatever my wife does McDonald's, she'll always be like, I gotta use the app, I gotta use the app, and I'm like, that's that bullshit because now again, it's like. You, if you want to save a goddamn buck, you got to do like some type of subscription or sign up or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, like, just keep it fucking simple. Because I remember when I rolled up, you, she's like, "Oh, are you using the app today?" And I'm like, "Um, it's like the fuck, no. <laughs> like, when the I'm fuck using did McDonald's get an app? Fucking cash? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> app? What the fuck? No, yeah. you guys have appetizers? Because you got to like, got? Give, you got to give them codes, things? and you get like good deals on the app. Yeah. But it's like, that's fucking bullshit. I got to you know what it jump is? all these hoops, dude. You know what it is? People just don't want to deal with each other anymore. 
that's man. It's like that movie Wally. Once you, the, ah. fucking, uh, the humans start messing with the uh, technology so much and uh-huh. it starts evolving, they just get so lazy with each other uh-huh. and they don't even interact. Because I remember the scene where they're like rolling through the uh, damn. It's like one of part on like their on their ship, and everyone's just like zoomed into like this the screen this device. Yeah. yeah, it's like and the, then their well, shit goes down and they're like, hey, I'm a guy, you're a girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Let's go have some fucking Play-Doh sex. I mean, fucking <laughs> Play-Doh. <laughs> Damn. Some Doughboy sex. Ugh, gross. That's just funny. I mean, to a point, I get it, but to like another point, eventually, it's just going to be where we stop talking to each other. Yeah. Hey. All right, we're at the fifty-six minute mark, baby. Let's let's get let's have some fun. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk about some music. Doug. Ooh, what you want to talk about? Well, I got a, I got like future potential artists up in this motherfucker. Like, uh, man, I hope so, bro. You never know. So you're diving into music, right? Yeah. So I've been, I think I started originally like summer of 2017. 20, yeah, that sounds about right. Summer 2017. That's when I got uh, the equipment and like the software program. Um, I was always, I would write a little bit here and there. Sometimes in high school, but it was never like a full song's worth or even a full verse worth. It'd just be like a couple rhymes, like on a page. Mm-hmm. And I never had like a uh, like a rhyme notebook or anything like that throughout schooling years. But then when I got like when I got older, like I fully committed myself and like dove like head first into it at like age twenty. So it's about it's been about five years. Well, it's going to be about six years now. But um, yeah, that's like my main. That's one of my favorite things. I'm. Real like pissed with myself because it's like it's something I know that I should have picked up a long time ago because I know like my craft now where it would be at I would be I just feel like I'm supposed to be ahead of where I'm at where I am now behind yeah because it's it's always something I've always wanted to do man like ever since I can imagine being like super like hell yeah I'll tell you what though like you know being how you know spiritual you are man timing is fucking everything baby this is true yeah you know everything happens. For a reason, and everything yeah. happens at the right time. You were you were meant to start when you started. Yeah, I like to tell myself that. I like to. No, you got to be real with it. It just sounds funny. You got to believe it because, yeah. like, I, I'll tell myself that too. Like, you know, just recently, like I, I was telling Rick, you know, I had a job interview. I didn't get the job. I was like, I wasn't even Sorry. mad about it. And you know, that's cool. Like, I, I wasn't even mad about it. Like, I was like, you know what? Like, something else is supposed to happen for me. There's a reason why I didn't get that. So you can get another kid so you can stay home. Bro, no. <laughs> Hell no. What, one thing I did notice, though, is you brought up uh, being like more spiritual. Like, I was never spiritual, like, at all, like, beforehand. No? Uh-uh. Like, not, a, like, not throughout, like, high school. Like, my dad would read us the Bible sometimes, like, before bed. And we would kind of, like, talk about it. He would tell us, some, like, some of the stories uh, from the Bible. And I went to church, like, a couple times when I was younger. But, like... Never as I am now. Like it's one. It's one of my my favorite things. Like one of my uh, passion like passions. I guess you could say because mm-hmm. I'm real big on like energy and I feel like yeah. spirituality and just religion and mythology also has a lot to do with like energy and just helping it. It all feeds stuff to help perfect the craft. You know, because not only does it give me stuff to talk about, but it helps me advance in certain mental directions. It's you yeah. know what it is, man. It's it's like a kind of what I was like alluding to earlier, where it's like. You got to find that emotional zen, right? You got to be able to find the peace within yourself, the acceptance, and balance your emotions. But I think everything, like everything described to me, like this is my current journey. I'm all about data. And it's just taking as much 
data as I can, whether it's life experiences, whether it's reading things, whether it's others' experiences, shit I stories that I see on the uh, TV, movies, whatever. It's just information, and you take that in, and you know how the big craze right now is like AI this, AI that. Well, we have our own fucking AI in our own goddamn mind, and it's right. like if we take this in, we got to filter in what tailors to us and what's important to us and the more we're able to do that and the more we're able to let go accept but also understand it just fucking it takes us to a higher being yeah like you know a, what i mean so it's like a form of peace yeah, yeah it's helpful because like i started uh not too long ago like i told them uh, i don't know if I started, yeah i have it behind me right here i started learning like buddhism you know and i was like all right because you know i'm fucking catholic but i wanted to learn other religions i wanted to learn other like state of beings and i'm like this is a lot about like letting go and peace and acceptance and just you know fuck it dude like that's why i live by that i think if a lot of people were to do that right like you can't you can't put a label on it right so when people are like oh i'm a a christian i'm catholic i'm buddhist you know i'm you know jewish whatever like, you have to be able to take the best and worst parts of everything and find your own, right? So, like Daniel was saying, like, you know, he's big into the spirituality part of it, right? You know, from the Bible, from the mythos and stuff like that. You take what speaks to you and you get you allow that to give you that, that energy to push you forward. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And I think if a lot of people were on that route, like we'd be way better off. This is why I watched it at a young age. I keep dropping fucking movies. I'm sorry, but this is why I watched it at a young age. And again, I learned, like I said earlier, I learned everything from movies and my on my own. But you ever seen the movie Seven? Mm-hmm. That Whoa. name sounds familiar. Brad Pitt uh, and watch Morgan, Morgan Freeman. I was gonna say Justin Timberlake. <laughs> That's out of time. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> I got to take a minute there to recuperate. My man thought Justin Timberlake is in seven. Oh, my God. Bro. I was thinking. I don't even know if he's in the movie that I was thinking of because you said seven. What I was movie thinking, thinking the about? one with the cars. It's like they're at a casino or some That's shit. That's 21. Like that one. Well, no, just Timberlake. He's not in that one. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I didn't know. I think I had. Well, I had the actor. Or are you thinking now you see up. me? No, I had it all mixed up. Oh. Motherfucker. <laughs> We're gonna have to give you a list, bro, of like movies. To fucking, fucking Captain America over here, bro. I'll write it a little fucking notebook. I understood that reference. I understood that reference. <laughs> so there's a movie called Seven. It came out in '95, directed by David Fincher, Brad Pitt, Morgan oh, Freeman. Damn, bro, who who fucking did the music score? Um, ooh, it was the guy from Nine Inch Nails, Trent Reznor. Yeah, there you go. Damn. What else you want to know? <laughs> Encyclopedia of. Can I continue? I'm a fucking cinephile, bro. Bro. Don't even need that IMDb or whatever. The uh-huh. Fuck no, dude. I'm box right. office hey, Rick, IMDb right here. <laughs> IMDb is. I'm very proud of that. I'm a bitch. A You're a bitch. I'm that's, sorry. That's not what it sounds. Anyways, so the movie, if you're you know going with religion, um, it talks about the seven deadly sins. I don't know if you're familiar with that. I actually have the book put away, but Dante Alighieri is like a poet, and he wrote um, in a in a biblical standpoint, like his journey through the seven layers of hell. 
and it's a really good poem. Dude, is that uh, with, ba- what the Dante game's based off? That one. Yeah, yeah. It's like what the say. game's based. The off. game's based off. Yeah. So there you go. That's the reference for you, Dante's Inferno. If you okay. play the game, um, but there's actual a poem, but which is a story that's written. Read the books, and you know you you, you like you know those kind of things because I do too. But in that, there's the seven deadly sins, which is lust, gluttony, greed, sloth, wrath, envy, and pride. And if you really break those down in terms of definition and what those, if you read the poem, it's like, holy shit. And in the movie, it like kind of follows that. And I think if you, again, whether this is true or not, I don't know. It's your belief. It's my belief. I believe this is real. I believe there is a hell and I believe there is these seven realms and if you think about it, the like lust, gluttony, greed, sloth, wrath, envy, and pride, like that is literally the destruction of man right there, dude. Oh yeah. If you let any of those fully consume you, if not all of them, but even just one, like you're screwed. You're fucked. Mm. So being able to control that along with your own self peace, like it's fucking critical, man. Yeah. That's that wild shit, dude. I'm telling you. You know, it's crazy. I feel like as critical <coughs> and as crucial as that is, I feel like that's kind of that's kind of that's the kind of stuff that's not really talked about a lot. No, you know, and so it's just I don't know. That's because be, you know why? Because we live in a capitalistic world, man. All that gluttony, greed, like majority of that, if not all. You know what that is? Social media, baby. That's a good point. That's what that is. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. what it is in a shape or form that's that that's what it is. i mean people post shit on their what because they're prideful i uh, look what i have mm-hmm. look how i am then what do you get people who read the post and they're fucking envy they hate them yep. then they want to fucking take it on and that's the wrath you know and then you got people all the sex shit that you see on instagram that's all the lust you know what i mean uh, you, then you see people cool. showing off all their shit it's all the fucking greed i need all the likes i need all the fucking things i need all this and that and you know and then you got the the other two. I mean, I don't know how gluttony plays in there because that's like, well, I mean, yeah, because that's just consuming a lot. You know what I mean? Yep. So yeah. it's all there, dude. Mm. That's social media is literally the seven deadly sins, bro. The FBI that's agent listening up. to this is fucking pissed right now, bro. <laughs> he said, "This motherfucker said, figured it out." Hit the fucking red button. <laughs> but that's what it is, and that's and what it's the main driving force in our day and age. Fucking social media, dude. Oh yeah, that's. That that's it's a uh, it's a toxin, man. It's toxic. Yeah, it's crazy, bro. So being able to balance that and find yourself peace, man. That's that's where that spirituality comes into play. That, yeah, that's a thing, man. I because had I not been on this path that I'm in, and I, had I actually, I feel like um, picked up the music craft back then, and uh, been. I mean, who knows? I mean, if I, I, I like to say and think and feel that I would have been like successful in the music industry business had I picked it up and just worked, stay consistently with it for this amount of time. I think, uh, what's the word? Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't have that, you know? I so think you would have been influenced by the wrong things at an earlier age. Exactly. And I feel like I definitely either a would have blew all the money and just like fucked it off on a whole bunch of just like most people yeah. who get money do. Exactly. <laughs> and then I feel like I would have lost everything that I had. You know, mm-hmm. like my music career. I mean, probably even the people in my circle that I would be working with. So, so like, I'm gonna be like MC Hammer. To be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I gotta open up a car wash. It gets because it's like a uh, it's like an anchor, like a balance. You know, like it's like a weight that kind of keeps you um, not chained to it because then you sound like you're uh, stuck with it. But it's more of like a um, 
like a medicine, like a medicine that's not an actual, like a form of pill or a herb or something like that. You know, like it's yeah. definitely helpful and beneficial to the to the mind. You know, it's funny how you like see that because I know we talked about it earlier, but the we're about that group BTS. Yeah, like that's like how they are, and that's why a lot of people don't realize. That's why their fan base, which they they're dubbed the army, you know, of people to that like them. Um, they are fan. The fandom is so huge because that's how they operate. And like lately, I've been reading up on like how the music industry is afraid of them, and the reason for that is because for the majority of it, they have their own like label in Korea, mm-hmm. South Korea, and they don't compromise with the american Mm. uh industry of music and because of that the american music industry deliberately wants them to fail and don't support them because you got to basically kind of sell yourself to the devil you have to conform to do that so that's why like they try like they haven't won a grammy because that's all that let's be real the grammy's you ain't voted you ain't nothing it's just people who pick you and and it's really if you're giving in money like radio play all this stuff you know musicians when they when they like hey i want more radio play i want to be on this i want to win a grammy i want to this that's all there's so much money involved oh yeah and that's that's the key thing it's like we're going to take a piece of the pie it's all political yeah exactly yeah, and they're not they don't well they don't dive into it they don't agree to any of the Amer- uh, american music industry like business business and that's why they're not getting these accolades from the american side of things because of that i, I also think that's because of that too like some more like unknown artists are kind of going the solo route mm-hmm. where they're trying to make it big they're using social media as their platform mm-hmm. But they're they're trying to make it big to show other people like you don't need these big companies behind you mm-hmm. to be successful, and it's all it's all it's all like you said it's all political. I mean, if someone like oh here's this artist and they're not selling too well, okay, well we're gonna go ahead and let them win. That's why you know, they're gonna win Grammy award. That's why like when you watch the Grammy, like, who the fuck is this guy? Ain't nobody ever heard your <laughs> album. Like ain't nobody ever heard it. Like don't try to tell me you like the top the top one. I learned the top one hundred, the top ten, top twenty, like the Billboard charts. All that is paid and bought for, baby. I mean, it has nothing to do with fans or actually like you know popularity. It's just who's get. We need top dollar. Okay, we're gonna say this one's number one because if we do number one, it's gonna get the advertisement. It's gonna get the fucking commercial plugs, and it's gonna generate revenue Mm -hmm. and the thing that bts does is they don't need that shit they don't need it because their fans the army as they say is that this is why have you ever seen videos of certain concerts where they'll be like oh they're fucking performing at the sofi stadium quote unquote sold out but then when you watch people fucking leak their little videos like half the fucking stadium is empty ain't nobody there when you watch some shit like that with these bts cats that shit is packed like there was recently, I was telling you about um, one of the band members. His name is Sugar, and he goes by August D yeah. as his like little solo rep thing. He he's touring right now in the states, and it was there's this video that was on Twitter that was hella funny because this dude it was it was in New York or Newark, New Jersey, and uh, this guy's walking around. He's like, "Yo, what the fuck is going on here? What is all this? Like, what's all?" What the fuck? And then the dudes like the people in there are like, oh, it's a it's a concert. It's um Sugar from BTS, and he's like, what the fuck? Beyonce ain't got it like that. <laughs> 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 he 
mean? He's like, I need to check this motherfucker out. And because that's where it is. They show up and they prove like this. At the end of the day, when you do your music, not only is it for you and for whatever, you know, you want it to be. But ultimately, ideally, you for the fucking fans. Right. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It has to be. So if you got if you if they showing up. You know, that's it. And and here's the fucking crazy thing. Like, fucking YouTube, I learned in YouTube, in music industry, has that. they erase views from what? these motherfuckers. What? Yeah. They'll go in there, and they'll put up new rules, new regulations, new whatever, so then they can justify to erase Shit, fucking cool. views and certain things to make them unpopular. Dude, that's the one thing that's scary about fucking taking that route and signing to like any form of like label or to any label when it comes to like making music. Whether even if you're just like a a recording artist or a producer and engineer, that's like the scary side of it. That's yeah. why it's like I don't know that kind of stuff, man. That's and that's why the music industry is afraid of these guys because they do all this shit to deter the awareness, the fame, whatever. Mm. But they still they still rock solid, baby. You know, because cool. the fans, they're the fans is literally what's fucking holding them up. And the, the best part about it is these cats know that and they embrace that and they appreciate that shit. Like these motherfuckers are always like engaging. I have like their it's called the Weavers app. It's like a social media for like the, the artists and everything. They'll go fucking live. They'll communicate with the fans. They'll engage with the fans. Like during the show? Or like uh, no, or just like throughout. Like they'll oh, be like, shit. yeah, like well, we watched one where it was after one of the concerts uh, for Sugar, And he was on there and he was just like just fucking talking like yeah did the show this and this how you guys doing just reading comments answering people and shit like that's cool they make that time dude to really engage their fucking fans man i think that'd be one of the coolest things about uh being an artist and just being successful in that direction of things is being able to like connect with that because it's like a whole community you know that you could just build exactly i think that shit's so dope man and that's and that's what i would want it that's what, if i ever you know if that ever became a thing that's what i would want it to be Hell yeah, yeah same it's like that dude, uh, Connor Price. I like that guy. He's a Canadian uh, rapper. And um, he, 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 as far as we know, I mean, he says in all the songs, so it better be fucking true. Otherwise, he's a fucking liar. But he did, he does all the shit without label. He does mm-hmm. in his room, makes his own beats on his computer and uploads them to SoundCloud and creates deals with his own deals with Spotify to upload and shit like that. And that's it. Like, he doesn't sign any motherfucking music contract. Man, that's one thing I've noticed about certain artists is a lot of them... Like, a lot of the, like, I feel more dope ones, the ones that are unique and I feel like stand out more, ones that aren't really signed to anything. Yeah. You know, like, or like, I mean, they might be in the beginning of their career or whatever, but like, because like Kasky, I know he was signed to, um, damn, was it Young? No, it was Cash Money, sorry. He was signed to Cash Money and then he, I don't, I don't, I don't think he's with them anymore, but it, uh. It allows you your own freedom. Most dope shit. Yeah, that, yeah. Because you're not. You're, you don't have a, a big label breathing down your neck like, okay, we need this album in two months. Exactly. Followed by six months later, we need a new album completely 100% done. And we need you on tour for this time, from this time to this time, doing this, this. You got this here, this here, this here. They're like creating your own schedule where when you're kind of on your own, you're just a solo, like independent artist. You do what you want. Hell yeah. And that's the thing too. Not only... Do they control your schedule? But it's like a fucking a whole lot. I know. I well, I've heard they control your music too. The type of uh, music videos you can put out, the um, cover art. I, yeah. I can't think of the word. But everything uh, cover yeah. art, who you are, they they got to dictate everything. Which is fucking. 
I think that's whack. But I mean, yeah, I could see it being. I guess I could kind of see it being justified if somebody is being like a. a it's like, it's like if they don't really have an image to them yes. already. You yeah, know? like if they don't have, then then I would get it. But like outside of just like. Taking like a certain when it, completely shipping it, those are like, but those are the ones that are doing it for either the the money or the fame. Yeah. Yes. They're doing it for all the wrong reasons. Yes. Yeah. Right. It's it's when it's organic. Yeah. Exactly. You know they they have the passion for it, so they wanna they want to do it. They want to do this, and the, and and you know when you got to sit there and have like a fucking agent or some shit to create, you know, hey, sign with me, I'll get you fucking this venue, that venue, I'll get you fucking wardrobe, I'll get you all this shit, but then it's like, at this point, they're creating you. We're gonna, yep. Yeah, exactly. We're going to have this person ghostwrite for you, so you don't even have to worry about it. Yep. That's like that Shook Knight shit, man. Yeah. That's where you got to be careful, because that shit can fucking... <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, so I wanted to get... Uh, I know I kind of already got a little bit, but I wanted to continue getting a little live reaction, because uh, I was on that topic of the BTS guys, and I'm, I've been trying to... Me and my wife have been trying to make Nate a, an army member, which I know he, I know I can get him to be, but I think I'll, I, th- I think I can make another one right here live on this cast I don't here. Know, man. If the weekend keeps dropping music, I think that's gonna be my, my man's main, <laughs> <laughs> main artist. Oh, uh, that is the weekend extended holiday. Every time I hear the weekend or see, I always think of right. Man. That's what I've been Sorry. saying. Him and there's another boy, one of our other buddies. I swear to God, he reminds me of Kendrick, that or Steph Curry. <laughs> You remember Brian? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, I didn't yeah. have to say. He just uh-huh. remembered. So uh, I was going to play some some tracks from these guys. And then mainly I want to lead up to that solo because I kept talking about August D. But I wanted to have you look at these guys because I know you haven't seen them. Because I asked you who, if you knew who BTS when you're like, no, no, these guys. So I'm trying to find like the most like fucking. What's it stand for? Behind the know, scenes? Behind the scenes. No, no, no. Um, well, in Korea, it's uh, Bang Bang Tang Boys. Bang Tang Boys? Bang Tang Boys, yeah. Bang Tang Boys. And then it's just BTS here, but I'm assuming it's BTS behind the scenes. But see, as you can see, he's looking at photos like, you know, they kind of look, you know, not, you wouldn't expect it. You know what I mean? Nah. I mean, it, it's it's not, uh, it's not a lot of like what the mainstream K-pop that I've usually seen around, yeah. like on floating around on Twitter, but it, they do, they do seem like they're still like culture like they're not too outside of their like, so culture, since you're bringing to hip-hop right is that safe to say rap hip-hop yeah, yeah well i mean like i said before seven members three rappers and so forth um i was gonna play you a couple tracks and then i wanted to get that live reaction from you and i think i'm gonna i'm gonna start you off with a little more of their pops this is probably one arguably one of my favorite songs it's a little popish but it's a little a beat. And again, if you read the lyrics, you got to read the translation lyrics. Like, it's all about uplifting, caring about yourself, taking care of yourself, and shit like that. Uh, so, really inspirational. But let me see if I can get this one going. And then we'll go into some of the rap shit that they do. Dude, what is that sample? I don't think they sample anything, to be honest. They do the No, it sounds like a. I know what I am. I know what I want. 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 I know what I
That's cool, like, we can feel a bit the built-up, huh? You don't yeah. exactly know where the beat's going to drop. Hey, and that's one thing, too. I'll tell you right now. Like, their music is hype shit. Like, if you want to get hype, you get hype. Hey, I t- got- tell me why I picture Terry Crews with a whistle in this song, though. <laughs> this is uh, a... Yeah, just based off of that song alone, you could already tell that their concerts go crazy. You know, the oh, fans dude. Yeah, now you know. I'm going to give you another one here. It's like an old school East Coast hip hop. Yeah. Like that nerd, early 90s East Coast, like grunge. Heavy horns. Sounds like you sound for Timberland. They don't. They no. I, I know they don't. It sounds like it. It sounds like Missy Elliott. Wait till uh, you hear the chorus. It reminds me of like a Biggie song. Is that the East Coast too? Get that background. Mic drop, mic drop. He says that, uh, and it, it translates in the part. He's like, another trophy. I can't even hold them too many. The something out of like I can't hold them onto him. Basically, like fucking flexing on people. So, I like the style, man. So, what you've heard so far, mainly like the first guy you heard, you're like, I like his voice. That's that's that guy's name is J Hope. This dude is RM. After J Hope, you heard Sugar, which. Aka Augusty, so you're hearing the main rappers. So I'm show I'm just literally showcasing you like the rappers, mm-hmm. like this chorus right here. This is the other members. As you can tell, it's like more harmonized in a sense. Yeah. So I'm gonna give you uh, the solo of J Hope first. Okay. This is one of his songs. Um, actually, before I play that one, actually I'll play this one. Then I'll play the one my wife likes, and you'll you'll dig it too. This one's Arson by J Hope. Let's burn, 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 burn. It's then, 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 then. Sounds like they have a lot of inspiration from like early nineties. Oh, they love. Yeah, they love earth rap. Hey, why does it sound like Jada? Jada, Jada kids. 
a little bit like with that <laughs> That's uh that's J Hope. That dude's pretty pretty fucking solid. This song right here on play, it's a J Hope song. It's called Hang Sang. And if I remember uh, it means like homie or friend. And so my wife always plays this and it's like Hang Sang with my dog. You know? It's like buddy buddy song. Okay. But people let me tell you about my band. No, it's 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 hi- remember they do hype shit. So you ready for it? Every day I'm so turned up with my boys. Every day I'm so turned up with my dog. Yeah. That's uh, J-Hope. Now I'm going to show you guys August D, the guy I've been talking about. This dude's tracks have been, uh, they've been pretty fucking dope, especially his last latest album, D-Day. So I'm going to play, it's called Hagum. It's a new song that he's done, but um, well, you just hear it. He repeats himself in the beginning, like repeats the same thing over, but then he goes into his verses, but... This dude has really grown on me as like a fucking rapper from the group. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're thinking he says the N word, but it's not. And, yeah, cool. he's, he's digging like the, and that's his style because this is from his last album. 
And it's like a continuance. That song continues from this song as far as like the story of the music video. Okay. And he just, tiny. That shit is cool, bro. in their song, right? Yeah. Because it's not their song. Exactly. So you hear him aggressive and like having all that. They even does, like this is one of my favorite and it's a slow song. And it just shows the, the diversity dude, of it. Same different. dude. Oh, okay. Different song, but same dude in his album. It's like that Juice World type feel. It does, yeah, most definitely. And this song's heavy as fuck because he talks about really opens up being very vulnerable. You learn the backstory. Okay. You learn about his his car accident when he was a kid or younger. His uh, family issues. His mom like almost dying, heart condition, like all kinds of shit, dude. And that's what this song really. This is one of my favorite songs so Not only Once you learn the meaning You can not only apply it to yourself But obviously hear him When he's telling you But It's hard to Bro, I'm fucking with this beat. It's that. Wah, 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 wah. Damn, I like it a lot, bro. I'm not gonna lie, dude. This... And what's funny, those are the rappers. So one of their guys went solo too, because that's what they're all doing. The BTS, they're kind of like semi broken up. Because in Korea, in South Korea, uh, before you're 35, you have to enlist in the army, like you have to. Shit. And so as of right now, two members are in the army, and it's only for like I think a year. But yeah, so two of them are enlisted right now. Damn. And so some of the other ones are you know, still young. And do you guys know what that is? I looked it up. The, the amygdala? It. Yeah, it's like the core of your... So, all right, the way he explained it, Sugar explained it, 
was say you first time ever you see a snake right you know nothing about a snake right right but you see it in your you know instincts to touch it right and it bites you so now instantly you know this is fucking bad you don't do this right so then going forward um in life if you see a snake you now know you don't think like you don't in, you don't like fucking think about it. It's just instant. Like, oh shit, that's a snake. I gotta keep it. Ca- be cautious. Yeah. So the the whole premise of why it's called that and 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 what he's talking about is it's all the life experiences you have in your life. They become instant. So say you have like an abusive dad, right? And you know that that's something you learn. Like you're like, oh, you know, dad. Next, you know, it, fucking drunk beats the shit out of you. You now know that. So the next time you see your dad drunk, first instinct's gonna be what? I gotta keep my distance. I gotta be careful. And so in this song, he's, you know, trying to tap that. He's asking for that part of his mind, the size of like a fucking almond, to fucking help him to protect him from all the bad shit because you've learned from it already. It's your survival instinct, really. That's cool. It's deep, dude. That is. Like, that's some deep shit that they don't do anymore in music. Nah, not at all. So he's saying, like, you know, come save me, like, help me. You know, I need you to help me find a way out. So he's, like, speaking with himself. So the premise that, so the reason why it's, you have Sugar BTS and August D, it's it's almost like two personalities. It's two different people. So in the music video that he did, which was, like, pretty deep, you see himself um, like sitting on a couch, struggling, reminiscing of the past. Cause you know how it is when you go and you think about the past traumatizing things that happened to you, it fucking hurts. Right. And so sometimes that can leave a scar in this case, like in the music video, you see his persona, August D fucking get a knife and he cuts his face right here like this. And he has a scar. So leaves scars, you know, because that's what happens, you know, past and, and he's struggling with all this reminiscing. He's struggling to cope with this. So there's a door because it's just like a couch and there's like a door. It's like a room, black room type of thing. And he's trying to reach the door to get out, but he can't. And on the outside is his other true self that who he can really be. And it's like trying to get in to save him. But damn, you don't know if you can do it in time or make that shit happen. It's I fucking did. heavy, dude. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm telling you, like these cats, bro, uh, they're they're more than what people think they are, bro. Like, like when you learn a lot about them, their 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 shit that they go through, and like just what their music is really about, and what they sing, and what they try to present to their fan base, what they call the army, and all that stuff. Like, it's fucking heavy, and that's why ever since, like, my wife got me into them, and I saw them in con- uh, the video streaming concert. I was like, dude, not only can these cats move and do all this shit, but it's like I started reading the lyrics to all their songs, and I'm like, holy shit. Like there's this one, like I'll play a different one. There's this one I I've I've always I thought it was always cool, but I never really understood the meaning. And when I started I, they, on Disney Plus, they have their permission to dance concert, and underneath it has the lyrics. So that's a good way to, if you want to like learn, you know, you can read it as they're singing. And it's a song called "Fake Love," and it sounds cool and you know catchy, upbeat, you know, because it is. But then once I read about, it, I was like, oh shit! And the song was really about, you know. What happens when you get in a relationship that you're not entirely happy? You try to sacrifice everything you do. You try to be someone you're not and to please the other person, mm. which becomes what? Fake love. Yep. And this song. Yeah. 
that's what this song's about. And you could hear as they sing it. Like you don't even need to know English to know the. You can't have the vibes they're going for. That man's getting down. That cool. I like this. I like this. I and this is two different ones, right? Two different people. This is all the whole group. Oh, it's everyone. Yeah. So I want to. I want to find the lyrics for this part right here, just so you can get some perspective. So in that part right now, we just heard he was saying, you know, you know, love you so bad, love you so bad. He goes, mold a pretty lie for you, right? So obviously he's creating a fake person that he is. And he says, uh, love it so mad, love it so mad. He goes, trying to erase myself to make me your doll. Hmm. So I'm trying to eliminate who I am just so I can mold what you want it, up, you know, your love to be. Yeah. You know? Damn. That's a That's baby a back bullshit. Yeah. Um, but I'm telling you, bro, like if you sit there and you just like hear the, like, I actually shared this song with one of my buddies cause he like went through a tough relationship and I was like, Hey, listen to the song. I'm gonna send you the lyrics. Try to read the lyrics as you're hearing oh, it. Yeah. And dude, it's like fucking impactful. You're like, Holy shit. Like, and I'm like, dude, cause he was telling me what he went through. And I'm like, dude, this literally is what you went through. Like you became a fucking person that you weren't, you, you were you know essentially fake for them like the first lyrics in the beginning when it opened up with rm he's like i want to be a good man just for you he says i gave the world just for you i changed everything just for you i don't know me who are you that was yeah that was literally in the beginning i'll show you And what they're saying right now is says, I'm so sick of, uh, wait, I'm sorry. So I wish all the love was perfect as love is love itself. I wish all my weakness could be hidden. I grew a flower that can't be bloomed in a dream that can't come true. Damn. <laughs> and in the very beginning, he said, for you, I could pretend like I was happy when I was sad. For you, I could pretend like I was strong when I was hurt. That was how it opened up the song. So right here's RM. Be a good man just for you. I gave the world 
I change everything But I don't know me The forest just for us You weren't there The route I took I forgot I even became quiet Unsure of who I was Try babbling into a mirror Who the hell are you that's cool, bro. That, I'm talking, like, you feel that's, me? That's, that's some good shit. Like that's what I'm trying to say. Like these cats, like they don't fuck around, dude. Like they're all their shit has some. Some of their songs have some very it's fucking like deep ass meaning. That's cool, dude. I, I fuck with that. Man. All right, the last song I want to play for you guys is uh, it's a guy. It's my wife's favorite. His name's Jimin. Okay. This dude, I don't know if I showed you the photo here. He's there's actually a pretty cool story because he's like part one of the most feminine looking cats on the group. Um, is the this dude right here, I'm showing him an image for those who are listening. Um, obviously, you're listening. <laughs> um, but he did a solo. He did a solo. And so when he came out, me and my wife were thinking like, oh, it's going to be like some soft shit. You know, it's still going to be good. But R&B, this motherfucker. He gave that fucking anime grin before he did it. Huh? He's like, watch this Dude, shit. this motherfucker came out like this. Damn. Some anime shit. <laughs> That's the type of shit make you want to pump some iron, right? Uh, (laughs) On some Rocky type shit. Oh no, that's not. Is that a female? No, it's all him, brother. Damn. Got some vocal range. Yes. That was tight. Fucking love the horns. Like the build up. Yeah. Dude, I I fucking love brass. Dude, when I first heard this track, even now, it reminds me of fucking Rocky, dude. That's what I just said. Like, you say one of Pumps of Iron, I said that's some Rocky type shit, dude. Like, (laughs) there's something about adding brass and a choir in a track that just fucking. Yeah. Mm. Mm. That's that's how this motherfucker came out in his first solo, bro. That's good. That's a good kickoff right there. Nice little beat switch. Is this thing enemy? Better me? Better me? You know what the song reminds me of? It reminds right? me of that uh, Kodak and Bruno track. Was it like Fly? Uh, with Gucci Mane? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, damn, I don't know the name of it. But I know it's from the talking about. Set Me Free, it sounds like. Well, you're saying yeah. Set Me Free right now. I don't know what he was saying. 
on the when you asked me. It sounded like enemy. And then just to give you that that pop feel, because that's this is what this is what we initially thought Homeboy was gonna come out with. Um, so this he actually sampled this from a, a movie. That he like really loved that was called uh, like crazy. Has that lo-fi beat to it. This one has more pop to it. Like that growling bass in the background. Oh, this has like an 80s vibe to it. Yep. All right, right here's the riff. I love this fucking. That same group, same cat. That was my last one. Uh. You just hear his vocal range in that shit. Oh, yeah. And the the last kicker was J Hope. He did Lollapalooza. Recently uh, in Chicago, yeah, the big concert, oh, okay. and he was fucking massive. Like he was a big headliner that they, all the fans were. But in that, they showed a background of like leading up to that. I think it was on the Disney Plus, and he met one of his favorite fucking rappers of all time that he liked. And it was J Cole, mm. and they managed to do a song together. Every time I work, every time I burn, every time I move, as always for us. I'd be surprised there's some sampling in this one with an American artist. Yeah. Oh hell, the mighty survivor of hell. Plop down from heaven to sail. Holy water that I scoop from the well. Fuck tooth and a nail just to prevail. Must ruthless as I move through the field. Feeling worried in a hurry like a two minute drill. To make a couple mil off a lucrative deal. Selling train of thought, name an artist who could derail. You never see it like a nigga hula hooping in jail. I got a friend smart as fuck, but he's stupid as hell. He swear to God ain't real since it ain't no way to prove it itself. <laughs> you like as that line? Bro, that's the realest shit I fucking heard. As if the birds don't chirp. <laughs> I'm a smart ass man, 
but he's stupid as fuck. Yeah, friend's smart as fuck, but he's stupid as hell. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. Like a little full circle for him. He was able to meet him for the first time during Lala. I mean, who doesn't want to meet Jermaine? It's cool, man. I never really listen to J. Cole, but. Bro? Yeah, no. I know that most Jake Cole I've listened to is like his last, uh, I think the off season is his latest one. Mm. So with all that, man, it kind of gave you a little no, crash course of the rap side of put some de- BTS. definite respect yeah. on it. Like, what are your thoughts, cool, man? Dude. I I like it a lot. It's definitely like you know not was I was um, not what I was expecting at all. Like you never, I I would never think they would take that route. Like Nate was saying earlier, they definitely were. Uh, or no, I think you said they were influenced more by. Um, like earlier hip hop, yeah. There's a song I'm trying to think where, which is cool. They mention like they mention a lot of the, um, uh, they mention a lot of the like the people that influence because they 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 go as far as like saying like Biggie, Tupac, like all them, because you know RM, Sugar, and J Hope they were all about like the old school hip, and that's the cool thing. Like even like, um. Fuck, I'm trying to think, but even like like the old school rap, like um, not just like the mainstream guys, but oh my god, I can't. I'm drawing such a bad blank right now. It's really irritating me. Um, like what the hell? Oh my god, I'm drawing such a blank right now. I'm trying to think of like '90s '90s rappers, and there was one like uh, like De La Soul. There we go. Like Della Soul, yeah, you know you ever heard Della Soul? Uh-uh. Oh my man, he needs to get. Woo! Yeah, when I think like eighties, nineties, I was like, I'm like, you, like you. I always uh, think of you like your usual ones, you know, like Tupac, Easy E, N.W.A., Ice Cube, all that. Oh, so like the kind of, kind of like the mainstream of like the the hip hop, yeah. yeah. Nah, dude, there's a lot. There's like, um, I think it's Dell, the Homo Sapien, um, like you, you, I'm like, okay, I'll give you Della Soul. You'll know this song, like. Okay, I know that sample. I know that song. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Oh, Tell yeah. me, mirror, what is wrong? Can it be my daylight clothes or is it just my daylight song? What I do ain't make believe. People say I sit and try, but when it comes to yeah, this is eighty-nine, baby. It's just me, myself, and I. Sure, you've heard of Slick Rick. Yeah. (laughs) Children's story. All right, you kids get to bed. I get the storybook. Trying to show our boy here some of the inspiration, and he's like, I don't know, Della Soul. Slick Rick. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't think of it. Hey, you better not let your daddy hear that. <laughs> uh, Slick Rick, Sugar Hill Gang, Dale Soul. Trying to get some. Uh, there was a. Uh, I think it was what. 
Is that what Monkey Homo Sapien? Yes, sir. I'm about to... The cop grabbed his army, started acting erratic. He said, Keep still, boy. No need for static. Punch him in his belly. And hey, you know what? Uh, I never knew Slick Rick was British. No? You no. can't hear that in what you just heard right no, now? I thought it was just the way he, like, rapped. Oh, Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, I, for, I forgot my favorite man sitting over there. His name is... Mr. Doublelina, Mr. Bob Doublelina. Mr. Doublelina, Mr. Bob Doublelina. Mr. Doublelina, Mr. Bob oh. Doublelina. Mr. Mr. Doublelina, Mr. It's uh, Mr. Doublelina by uh, Delta Funky Homo Sapiens. My boy, our friend uh, Lou, when we did that episode, Lou, after that, we were chilling. That dude, if you want to know rap, hip-hop, like authentic, back in the day, the deep cuts of things, not like your mainstream, my man's like, he's got the records. You know what? Like, because I kind of want to get into, like, dive into a little more of, like, a sampling. Like, but taking it from... Old school. Like, like I respect. want you to listen to... I'm sorry, hold on real quick. I want you to listen to these lyrics to this song. It's important to practice good hygiene. At least if you want to run with my team. I'm about to get into some shit that I've seen. This fool's breath from his old metal melt your ice cream. They say don't say nothing if you can't say nice things. Sitting too close to him on board like my ice thing. I tried to be subtle. Hand him a stick of gum. I was a victim of breath on him. Running his yap about what set he from. Gotta get some gum, gotta get him some. He turned it down, his teeth was brown. It's cruciating for and it was a new sensation. I had to ask the dope to pass the soap. Cause his coat had to slip the crustaceans. Or bathrooms in the bus station. He had a can of OE and some raisins. Amazing. Had to Tobio, he didn't know. Used to the fragrance. Cause as the love, days uh, went without bathing. Uh, he felt manly and not it's like a maiden. Is he from the bay? So. Does he mention bark? Yeah. You guys want to know why I first heard this fucking song? Uh, take a shot in the dark guess. I'll give you a big hint. It's in video games. What video game would could possibly have this song? Saints Row. Uh, what kind of acti- what kind of activity would you be doing listening to this? Besides checking the shower. <laughs> Fuck. Tony Hawk. The song was in Tony Hawk. Uh, it was in one of the Tony Hawks. If I remember correctly, Pro Skater Two. That or three. Because it wasn't in one. No, it wasn't in one. It was either two or three. I'm pretty sure it was in two. Yeah. I used, that's how I first heard this song. It was one of those. It had to be. I'm going to have to fact check myself. But I'm pretty sure that's where I first heard it. And I was just like, what the fuck is this? Did you just this? say you got to wash your ass? Oh, man. That shit was funny, bro. I was not expecting that for the, for the hook. <laughs> got to wash your ass if you must. Yeah, I know. So, like, a lot of them. So, a lot of old school cats. Um... Is what inspired that the rappers of BTS is pretty you dope. You tell them, man, that's cool. They got uh, a lot of their their styles are like that. Really, they sound similar to that. I'm trying to think. There was a song they did. I don't know if it was one of the Cipher songs. That's where they like it's just them three and they drop like just full raps. But um, I think the main guy RM, he's like kind of like the leader, the one that knows the most English in the group, and he like name drops like quite a few 
rappers in one of the songs, like oh, you know, pay homage to. Mm, that's dope. But after listening to all that, man, what what you think you can be a you can be an army? You gonna join the group? <laughs> huh? I mean, you can't. I don't know, baby, man. Shit. They that's got it. they that's got some good cool. they got some good beats, man. They got some yeah. good shit. It's definitely adding a new like um. Not genre, but like a new, like a new uh, portfolio, dude. Like yeah. of of music, yeah. Like a, a different sound in a sense, but not too far off from what we're kind of used to listening to. Right. It's just the whole like, um, like the language thing. That's where it's. But even that, like, you can kind of, from like a musical perspective, just listening back and, like, if you're to just close your eyes and listen, mm-hmm. like, you don't really have to know what they're saying in order to appreciate. What it is how everything's coming across you know yeah. and i'm i'm very proud and i appreciate what you're saying there because that's how it is like that's what initially got me because again i my wife was into him and what really hooked me is i was you know i took her to the theater and i'm like what the fuck am i doing here yeah. watching these guys and i'm watching them perform and it's like they fucking get down bro like the discipline and choreography or whatever they do is fucking fantastic but the music they were playing i like i was starting like I was like you right now, like how you was you were like, like whoa, moving your minute. shoulders and your head. Yeah, You're yeah. like, what the? I fuck? wasn't expecting. What this. is this? And I was like, all right. So I started listening, and that's exactly how it, how I took off. How you said it, Nate, is just the hype. The the you know, yeah, they speak a little bit of English here and there, and you can catch, you know, so you can be like, oh, and then yeah, you know what I mean? Because yeah, you'll yeah, know yeah. that one part. <laughs> but one English word, the one English word, I got it, I know it. <laughs> but like, you're just feeling it, and like, my biggest thing is. The beats, dude. The beats have been fucking Fuck, solid yeah. from these guys. Like, I can just listen to instrumentals from them, and I'll be like, yo. And that's a big thing when it comes to a lot of the songs I, I like. And that's, like, an inspiration for me. And, like, what I try to create is it has to be an instrumental that really gets you feeling some type of way. Yeah. And that can mean a, a, a bunch of different things for anybody, depending on who's listening to it. Um, but like when I try to create something, it, it, I, I create it from a feeling, like however I'm feeling at that certain time. And a lot of them, because I appreciate the sounds, like a lot of them include like some type of chorus. A lot of them include some type of stringed instrument. A lot of it includes, you know, brass where I can incorporate it, you know? Mm. So like creating those, like it, it just, uh, like I said, depends on how I feel. But what truly brings that instrumental to life is when someone, when you have a, a vision, you just don't know exactly how that vision plans out, and someone hops on that and completely opens up that track. So essentially what I'm getting to is like like the ones I shared with you. Yeah. Right? And, you know, for anybody to know, like, one I really don't like to share a lot of what I do. I'll share it with Rick, you know, I'll share it with Daniel. Actually, these two are my main confidants in what I create. And, uh, you know, I, I get feedback from Rick based on, you know, how does it sound? You know, is it something you can kind of like bob your head to, right? Something simple. But I get more of a, like a background feedback from Daniel in the sense of like, you know, what can I change? Right. What can I add? What can I adjust? What can I do to this track to make it, you know, that much better for it to like you're saying for it to feel like a, to trigger like a certain uh, like emotion so to trigger a certain response. Yeah. So 
like myself, like I said, I, I kept a lot of that close. Like, and just recently, I I finally kind of got out of my head and just got this like, you know, burr up my ass. And I was like, you know what? I was tired of going through my program and you know trying to remember what I did. So I just ended up uploading all of them to SoundCloud. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to upload that way. They're all there. At least the ones that I know are, are finished, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for me, it took a lot for me to, one, to do that. But two, to actually put myself, like, out there. Like, hey, like, you know, using social media as a platform. Like, hey, I did this. Go check it out. Yeah. That's, it's because I hear what you're saying. Like, you're more so in a sense. Kind of. How I am with some of my with some of my tracks, like don't just like to share, like like to keep it. Yeah, like, like it's more like a personal thing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. man, because at that time you're you just needed uh, an outlet. Yeah. So use uh, you know I would use music as that outlet. And, uh, but yeah, for me to do that was you know big on my part. But kind of going back to the track, like for. You know what you sent me, and just as uh, you know, just that basic freestyle. I was like, "Holy shit!" You know, like that. That's what like really added that flair that the track needs. So to circle back, getting back to BTS, like yes, the the beats themselves, like they kind of get you hooked, but it's the way they flow across it. Yeah, and like I was saying, you don't need to know what they were saying in order to appreciate the artistry behind it. And that's and that's what I got me hooked on these guys. Is that? Oh, I like that. Yeah, I knew you liked this song. Um, it's just oh, Candyland vibes. Mm. Oh, you want to get you want to get down on this one? Or you can't just play it like that and then just not just play it. you bro i've been telling you for fucking months Okay. 
바느질 곱씨 입어도 가는 길한 땀씩 바느질 못할 거면 매듭줄 이제 난도에 가는 길 it's like you say, it's, it's the rhythm, it's the flows, dude. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's like you don't need to know, but and then what's fucking dope is once you actually go back and read the lyrics and see the translation and what they're talking about, you're like, oh shit. <laughs> This one just features the main three. You've heard from RM, you've heard from Gay Hope right now, and then the last one, Sugar, which is also um, August D. That dude has some fucking range. Like, so that's all that August D was just DJ Sugar backwards. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, like if you just listen to the flow, listen to the beats, like that's all you, that's all you need. And that's what I'm discovering. That's what I was talking, I texted you the other day. I said, I've been leaning more into this cake pop shit versus like <laughs> cake, cake pop. This ain't a fucking Starbucks. Man, nobody said Starbucks. <laughs> but this K-pop stuff, because even J, J-pop, you know, Japanese pop, because their shit is just, I don't know. I feel like there's more effort. This is what I was trying to tell you the other day. Like, I feel like they're applying more effort into their music than some of the american music nowadays man yeah dude a lot of the uh like stuff from over here is a lot of this like not necessarily i mean like some of it's mumble but not really like you you with them you can hear the hunger and the passion in their voice when if they're actually like trying like that's one thing i was just talking to my brother about you know like a lot of rappers it's like a lazy rap i call it yeah it's just like versus these guys are like more there's more enunciation in what they're saying. Like, yeah. There, there's a, a buildup of, of their lyrics. And it has that, what do I call it, like that, like that umph. Yeah. It, you know? Yeah. Like, that's, that's the best way I could like describe it. And, and the biggest thing for me, and I think it's kind of going back to what you were saying earlier, Nate, it's like, it's the purpose behind it. It's the feel, the connection. Like, I, I, I don't know. I think I'm more invested to music that has some type of particular meaning, not only to obviously the artist that's making the music and how you feel because what you're making, what your passion is, but then it's how you translate that to apply to yourself and to your own like journey and your yeah. own, you know, as exactly. you said earlier, like your own spirituality of things, you know, because that's what, to me, that's the biggest thing that music does. This is why I like you know, there were certain songs growing up, like Linkin Park was such a big fucking thing for me, you know, and, you know, all these other type of jams because it makes, and today's rap, today's, you know, particularly rap, but even pop, like, there's no, like, 
it's all there's some type of seven deadly sin attached to it, if you will. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's like like Taylor Swift, she's got some cool songs at the times, but I feel there's a lot of like fucking gluttony and fucking pride in that shit and it's like eh, i can't really relate to it like wrath it's, for sure wrath yeah like it's cool like it's cool like you know i have a good beat and it's like cool so but if it's not like uplifting in a sense or somehow i can kind of apply it, like i think um there's not a story behind it yeah exactly and i think that's what old school rap that's why i played some of those earlier songs i was showing like a children's story and you know there's a lot more but if you go back and even if you want to go a little bit mainstream with like biggie and Pac, like there was some type of purpose narrative behind it oh yeah you know even like nwa if you want to even go there like fuck the police was like fucking huge for them you know what i mean and there was a lot of fucking meaning because of real life experience and nowadays i think a lot of that that people make in music to nate's point that he made a lot earlier is like there's some ghostwriting to it that it's not genuine like that's Mm -hmm. not something you fucking experience you look at the 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 credits and like a popular you know we'll we'll take Take the Billboard top fucking 200. Beyonce put a ring on it or whatever has like, like fucking, seven different writers. Yeah, like bitch, you oh, say wow, the same writer, shit yeah. the entire time. <laughs> There's so many writers on on these mainstream tracks. It's just like, dude, really? Like, why? Uh, well, I think sometimes though, don't they? When it comes to the credits of like the writers, don't they sometimes um, put them down as like a writer, even if they wrote the instrumental? Like isn't that sometimes like accredited? Well, they get so there's two separate credits. Um, if I remember correctly, in terms of lyrics, it's anyone that's contributed a form of lyric, okay. and then you have like the composer side of it, and that's where they contribute. So like if they've sampled or have done anything, like there's a song that Sugar did in his latest album. Um, this one here, he actually has it in the features. It's the piano. It's by Ryuchi Sakamoto, and that's all he contributed was the piano because he's a really expert piano player. Yeah, and so everything else was between him and another guy. So actually, no, they did get the written, even though he didn't have any lyrics. And so yeah, I think you're no, you're right. They don't like does it like that. Yeah, because I remember because it just says written by so like composing an instrument is technically a your thing. Yeah. and that's the only thing as far as i know that's the only thing he did because the other character wusong who is also credited for the red he sings the chorus which is this part coming up in a little while but yeah so i think it's just that but yeah i know if you look like let me see if i can bring it up without playing it because i don't want to hear it so what, what did we say beyonce yeah actually i think i have a taylor swift song in here <laughs> you gotta work that <laughs> he said huh pause you got what oh okay it's for work i'll let it pass oh yeah it's my work playlist she had one song that was really dope. I'm not gonna lie, she's had a couple cool songs, especially when she's being a bitch. Like those are some pretty good songs. <laughs> He's laughing. <laughs> I mean, I'm not wrong. Ask him. I would. I'm gonna be honest. I would know. So like this song right here. Oops. I'll play it so y'all could hear it. Oh, it's not even gonna load up the lyrics. See, they're trying to hide it. <laughs> Damn. All right, hope up. What about this one? Well, Apple block all her lyrics. You see this? Oh yeah. I'll look it up. Because I don't use Apple. Yeah, yeah, Spotify. I'm not gonna play her shit. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's 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 there's a lot there's a lot of um 
And that's the thing for me with music. It's like it's gotta have. Oh, that song, Blank Space. That's a cool. Oh, you like that song? Yeah, that's a, that, that song is pretty dope. I ain't gonna even lie. You said I ain't even gonna lie. I do have. I have been needing to expand my music library lately. I've been looking for a lot of new stuff to listen to lately. It's just yeah. So, like for example, this song, Blank Space, right? Performed by Taylor Swift, written by one, two, three, three people, produced by two. Hey, I'm not going to even put on blast, but your boy, The Weeknd, Blinding Lights, that one's got five writers. Oh, shit, it does. And that's why, and that's how you know which song is a song that, like, they care a lot about. When it's just them. Oh, when it's, when it's just them. Yeah. When you got a lot of writers that, because that could be, and and this was, this is the cool thing. So this is why I mentioned earlier, I was talking about the, um. The thing on Disney Plus with Sugar from from BTS, there was a song he was trying to put together, and he literally just was fucking having a blank, blank space, a blank mind. Ah. Um, and so he actually called like his like a crew that he works with, and they came through, and they were trying to put shit together. And it was it was cool because it was the first time I've ever seen him like an artist, whether it was him or anyone else, but an artist show when they use other people to help them write a song. And there was like five other, four other cats with them. And they're like in, uh, I don't know, I don't know if it was his house or somewhere they were renting. And they were all there collectively, like trying to put together. And he was like, it almost looked like a job because he was even like, like a manager. Like, hey, no, no, like, you know, play this again. Like, all right, what did you got? Let me listen to it. Mm, nah, it's not really feeling it. I don't, I don't remember which song it was that he did it to, but like, that's what they do. And it was just really interesting to see that. I've never seen that it's because a lot of times those people who like right behind the scenes don't really get they don't want to show it. it. They yeah. don't want to show that they're like that's what they do. Mm. You know, they don't want to be vulnerable to the audience, and that's what I was trying to tell you about these guys. Like, they're fucking open, dude, to everyone. That's cool. That's but, that's like an important thing that's missing. I feel like a lot from a lot of songs really is like the credit to others that yeah. go into the tracks. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, we're getting to a point where. Every melody has probably been done at least once type of thing. You know, you got to yeah. get really crafty. But that's what I'm trying to say, like, with, like, the whole K-pop scene, like I was saying earlier. That's why I've kind of been leaning on that a little bit more because I feel their music is a little more genuine and organic. And at the end of the day, too, it's very uplifting. Yeah, like, I it's very positive. Mm-hmm. And it's not – and this is why even, like, Connor Price, I have been getting into him – because even his shit is kind of like uplifting in a sense and he's also taking jabs and then my favorite thing with the guy is that the motherfucker's like me he always has some type of pop culture reference in his music yeah but and his fucking beats are dope have you listened to him which one connor price no oh dude you're about to get exposed dude (laughs) this this guy like i'm sure you've heard this on instagram or tiktok Oh, yeah, look, they said that I couldn't do it, so I went and did it. W's only, you know, I've been winning. Top of the world, the globe is spinning, spinning. 
If you know, you know I've been on a mission. Okay, let's get it. Got a little time on my hands like a wristwatch. I don't got time for the breaks and the pit stop. Race through the gridlock. Take it like Chris Rock. Right to the chin. Still win. Heavy metals like Slipknot. Got the driving. I got tunnel vision. I just hit my stride the way I run the business. I've been making paper like I'm Dunder Mifflin. See the end game. I got one division. Look, I don't ever bother with a critic. Hit him with a chronic lyric. Boom. Bottle full of riddle and I hit him with a little bit of riddle me this. Riddle me that. My bad. Fell asleep at the gas. No time to wait though. Elon Musk. I'm trying to bankroll. New Tesla. Just cause I say so. Electric whip like Ivan Vanko. I just, I just did it, did it. Double zone, you know I've been, you know I've been That's winning. Cool. So there was a moment this cat, he allegedly on his Instagram, he'll grab the globe and spin it and go like this, and then put his finger somewhere. And whatever country he landed on, he would find an artist from there under like low key and collab. And that's cool. what he did with this one. I remember correctly, that French or is that what flag is this? French. Yeah. So on some of these tracks, you'll see they'll have the flag in the corner, and it's an artist from that country. And again, allegedly, just. I mean, I'm sure he had a proper setup, but he just like found an artist that, all right, I'm going to collab with you. And so he made a whole album uh, like that. Like a compilation of that? Yeah. That's cool. And then when he, in that album, he did one where all of them, every single person did one whole song together. What? Wait, am I saying that right? He has a track with Idris? Oh, he's got two, baby. He's got two tracks with Idris. Huh. This one's a... Uh, and Siri? This one's uh, with a lot of people. It's tricky. It's never been done before. It's gonna need planning and a large crew. When was the last time you were in Vegas? Look, they already wired the advance, but I'm paid. I don't even gotta touch it. If I'm staying quiet, then you know I'm up to something. Yellow <laughs> tail on the black card, cause I ain't busted. And I know it stings when you see me out in public. Always call me cousin. I am not your cousin. Used to say I didn't care for dollar signs. Now I pay my mortgage off of Spotify. Yeah, whoa. Asking for a feature, I don't got the time. Plus, I heard the song, and honestly, I'm overqualified. And I got some people in my corner that's gonna ride for me. I got a woman by my side who really died for me. I got the labels on the line, they want the pie from me. But I ain't splitting nothing with them, you ain't signing me. Okay, go. Come and get it, I'm running with it, and ain't no looking back. Tunnel vision to 100 million is sitting in my lap. Hunger hitting, I'm done with sitting, I gotta get to back. Everything that I pitch is a hit. I don't ever slack. When that perfect hand comes to us, you bet big. And then you take the house. Used to be in late to moments, so I so had to plan and see for them to see they had their eyes closed. Guess I should have focused on the eye notes. All of that and better shit, oh, nigga, might have to make order. Think if I give any more spots to these boys, will be nothing left. Undersold, underrepresented, I am unimpressed. Overestimated how much ego need to test success. We gon' need to interject. Pretty interesting, any blessing game was stressing out and stretching out of space. When we do this shit together, though, you have to pay it twice. We don't need a chauffeur, we can bust it. You crane your neck, doc, I'm rushing. Trying to figure out if it just represents something, but I'm rushing up. In the head, in the neck, in the spine, in the bus depot, on the train, on my airline. Wait, what? Tell the referee that I'm traveling, and I don't give a free throw. Bitches pay for javelin. Yeah. Your neck, you get no respect. I'll be laying up the dunks like I'm sleeping on a jet. Let's grab a 
carpet dog or you gon' need defense And I'ma bring the wood and you gon' pay the rent And your backboard getting bored out in the classroom Let alone the court side, you be off the court soon Crying on the bench watching me getting airtime Mic in my hand, dropping verses in my spare time Whoa, hold up, wait a minute, bring it back If I was a better man, I bet you were right now Damn. Idris can get down, Idris bro. Idris saying I'm fucking around, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's a great idea. Uh, um, uh, yeah. Yeah, man. Jeez. You didn't know he did a song with Idris? No, I didn't. Yeah, she did, too. He did, this is the first one he did. It was Courtney Cox one, when they call her a cougar. Ah. <laughs> I know all about that. <laughs> Courtney Cox? Or Cox? Cougar flirting with me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we heard the audible wow in the background. <laughs> oh, that was a wow? That was a wow. I thought it was a growl. A growl? Oh, that would have been better. Wow. Yeah, man. <laughs> Yeah, I know. So I'm, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, music nowadays for me, like, there's got to be, I got to be able to relate somewhere. I think I've actually always been like that with music. Like, either relate to it or if it's going to be like stupid nonsense, you just got to be fun with it. Like, you know, depends what I'm on the mood. That's what I'm saying. Like, don't get me wrong. I'll, I'll be, I'll get down on the song that just goes shot, shot, shot. <laughs> LMFAO. You know. <laughs> You know, little John. You know, I'm sexy and I know it. Yeah, you know, but then there's songs like like ultimately for me, music is really grounded to just like, all right, cool. I'm in, I'm like I'm I can I'm listening to the meaning behind this. I can understand it. I I can relate to it in a sense and stuff like that. I think that's what it ultimately has to be. Deep down, yeah. That's what like I like the weekend. I love the weekend because like his music is just fun. But, you know, I can't relate to any of his shit. I'm not licking toads or nothing like that. I mean, I never been to a party on on fucking rooftops. Um, I never did no amphetamines. Of any so, kind. yeah. And then, and this is where if the lyrics ain't doing it for you, right? Everything else got to be doing for it. So the, and it's usually the flow, the, beat, the, the flow. beat, the, you know, his voice is like. You got you to have two thirds of it. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying about when it comes to music. Like, that's. That's where I'm at with it, dude. Like, it's just got to I think have... that's why a lot of, like, particularly in the, like, for the weekend, like, his Don FM album, I just could not get into it It fucking all. grew on me. I, I, I tried, man. I tried. So, the songs that grew on me were, hold on, is this the right one? So Don FM was cool. Gasoline, take my breath. I think um I think Sacrifice was the one that really took off. Cause it has that when he does his voice, he goes when he says sacrifice. Let me see. Like I like the guitar riff. And he has like a he has like an accent. It seems. It's too 70s funk and I think that's what threw me off I like the I like the chord like the little hook watch and I love that part too um, I 
fucking blade vampire shit dude <laughs> i don't think i've ever seen it I, I don't listen to a lot of the weekend man but i do admire his like style you know it's like i feel like you could tell it's real uh is the word condemning i think to uh to michael jackson like it's really like it compliments the really you can tell yeah. once well, we're talking about like you know how we're going back to like the song i like when it's relatable and it's like i can i can relate to it but it also has like some type of meaning behind it and i was telling him like like i love the weekend but his music don't do that but the flow, the beat, the rhythm, like, is there, and that's what makes me be like, I like, like this. you can bump it. Yeah, I mean, listen to this. Like, isn't this just so chill? Yeah. I know that you're hiding something from me that's been close to yours. Now I felt it creeping up every day, baby, right from the start. I know that look you give when we're fine. Like, that's just. Fucking chill, dude. Yeah, it's super wavy. I used to be the one who was lying. Oh, lying. Oh, is there someone else or not? Because I want to keep you close. I don't want to lose my spot. I think the big thing, though, that his that last album did, After Hours, is because he had that whole, like, fucking narrative to it. And that was the entertaining thing about it. Like he had a yeah. whole story arc in the music videos, and then even then, like he kept that persona beyond. Yeah, it continued into the Super Bowl. And then I mean, fuck, did. we did Universal Studios Horror Nights, and they had his haunted house of him, and it was all that after hours. What? Yeah, it was fucking dope, dude. That's cool. Yeah, and it tied to everything. Like at the end, the last fucking jump scare in the damn haunted house. It was this big old fucking toad-looking monster thing, dude. And it goes back to like the first video. He fucking licked the toad and it was psychedelics, bro. Oh, uh, one of the damn. Yeah, don't lick toads. Him and Metro Boomin. <laughs> Is that what that was? Yeah. So, who are some of your inspirations? My inspirations, um, honestly, lately I've been taking a lot from Tupac. Uh, well, not a lot of inspiration from Tupac. Like, I'm not. I can't say like when I create. I can't say that I like purposely try to make it sound well. All right, damn. So <laughs> he's a <like, "Hold laughs> Wait. Well, because lately I've been trying to like, uh, kind of trying to remix some of Pac's songs. Okay. Just just to like mock his like his style because I really admire the way he flows through his music. Like his yeah. song "All Eyes on." He has me, a very like, distinct a of, flow. Yeah, dude, most definitely. Um. So when it comes to when it comes to like if I'm searching for inspiration, uh definitely I take some from Pac. I'll take a lot from Caskey. Um Nipsey Hustle for show. Mm-hmm. And then oh dude, I just had oh Young Boy, NBA Young Boy. Okay. Guys, I mean, I'm sure you've heard the name, but I don't yeah, know if yeah, you yeah. actually listen to his uh to his some of his stuff. It's it's got a lot of um real like it, it does he, he has like a lot of like those hard, like those banging type of songs. Yeah. Where like like it, those uh where the speaker knocks. But he's also got a lot of some of those uh, like softer, more vulnerable type uh, tracks too. Kind of like how Pac did, but their styles are super like different. You know, like Pac has a lot of like East Coast, West Coast type stuff, and then uh, Young Boy's from Louisiana, but his stuff is real. Uh, like it's not 
it's just it's more uh modern okay do you guys think that Pac, where he's still alive you think he'd still be the same yeah in his rap or would he like conform with not conform but like you know kind of adapt to like the current no i don't think i think i think music would have stuck i think the i because I, I look at i feel like when it comes to trends and just music in general, you got it's almost like a like a racehorse trend, I guess you can say. Like whoever's like in the front, the rest of it is just gonna kind of like follow, and it's just like it. It'll more go, not a, a racehorse, you know, like uh, if there's like a pathway and then you just let like water loose, like a river, it's just gonna follow that. And like I look this Pac is I look at Pac as being kind of like this. That's gonna be the direction it goes if he was around for so long, just because of how well rounded he was and a lot of the stuff he talked about. And all that stuff that he talks about is still a lot of shit people talk about nowadays, too, still. Yeah. And so and I don't think he ever would have. I mean, he might have messed with some of his. He might have maybe messed with some auto tune if he was around like these days just to kind of like expand his. Um, what do they call it? The library a little yeah. bit more. But I think I don't think he would have adapted to it. I think it would have adapted with him as he was growing as an artist. And everyone would have still pointed in that direction. Because after Pac, the main one everyone looked to was like Lil Wayne. You know, like you ask, yeah. you look at, like you watch like interviews and stuff. A lot of their main inspiration and influencers, Lil Wayne, or now Chief Keef, and like Chief Keef like took from Lil Wayne, and then it just kind of went down the, the line from there. You know, they're like subgenres of each other. Yeah, so I think had Pac stuck around, it probably would have just went in that direction. Like, who knows if Lil Wayne would even sound and be like how he does now if Pac was still around? You know. I just think it would have formed a little bit differently. I agree. I, th- I think a lot of the, the sounds that we get like that are popular and mainstream now might not even exist. Uh. Because like he said, they, they would still follow in. They look at Pac as like the musical apex, Dead. right? And the, like the all father of rap. Almost. Yeah. So as he's, he's going along, like if he were to create a new sound, There'd be subgenres of that sound, but it would be nowhere near what we got now. Yeah, and I think that subgenre of it would be a lot more um, popular than it is now because no one, I feel like that's a direction. I mean, there's some tracks that kind of have that style to it, but not a whole lot, man. It's mainly a lot of like Juice World, Lil Peep, uh, fucking like Lil Pump type stuff, like uh, that kind of like sound, you know, like the more SoundCloud era. It just sounds a lot like that with a lot of a lot of effects. It's not authentic as much, I feel. Yeah. I feel I feel Pac would have left the game mm. because he, if you look at his side of entrepreneur, he was really devoted to that. Like he was getting into film, getting into Hollywood, shit like that. You know what's crazy is that's a good point because I had just seen a, cl- a clip of that on Instagram where he was talking about how he was kind of looking more into the films type of stuff. But then he also said that going that uh, route and direction of work would have helped sharpen his uh his yeah. music and gave him more stuff to talk about yeah. so i could kind of see him being more uh would it, would it be like movie or, or acting oriented i guess you could say mm-hmm. i could definitely see that but he definitely probably like executive produced the soundtrack to the movie or something yeah and he'd probably be a lot of he'd, like a lot of we were just looking through like the re- the written credits for a lot of songs he'd probably his name would probably be on mm-hmm. shit sort of yeah. that's i i just feel i feel like he would have like not had been as he probably, honestly, I feel like he kind of would have gone the route of like Dre, where it was like more of a producing thing. It was more of like when, if you're able to collab with him and do something to be great. I, I don't think he would have been putting out albums like crazy or anything like that. 
And I think he would have been very selective. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With what what he's working, what he's doing, and who he's working with, and who he's trying to like promote. Um, because as I love Pac, I think he's fantastic and everything. Um, I just I don't know. I don't necessarily know what his peak would have looked like, or if it was. I think he hit it. To be honest, I was gonna say, or if he already hit it, and that's what I say. If he hit it, I feel like the next step from there would have just been to kind of coast with it, and that's why I believe yeah. that had whatever drama had gone on or whatever f- they did there, and and uh, that led to his passing, and even Biggie's passing. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like he wouldn't be like too involved because i i also believe like he had a lot of uh like i said earlier entrepreneurial ideas like he yep. was he was a smart guy and he really wanted he it seemed like he wanted to do a lot more than just than music. just music yeah i agree I, yeah i do agree sure. with that statement i do think he would have probably would have stepped away from it for a while but i do think music now would be different I just, oh, one hundred percent. Because he would still like Nate was kind of saying he would still be somewhat involved. With it. And I think you said he'd be on more like on the producer side of things too. So I think he definitely would. I think it would be a lot different. And that's that's what I miss about a lot of like music nowadays. Like Nipsey kind of had that style to it, where it wasn't a whole lot of like effects. He had the more like the um, man. I don't know how you would describe it. It's like the more of like the core of like hip hop really you know like a lot of artists that haven't stepped away from it which is cool like i feel like jay cole has stuck with it he stays like his uh not his, i don't want to say his lane but his kind of like the same style like a lot of artists have they'll, they'll tried switch to yeah, yeah they, they try to, to please whatever's like yeah they, they follow the trends right so they'll go through and be like they'll start here and they're like oh well this is popular now let me do this which I, I like even snoop said it in an interview one time he was just like He's like Snoop's you know, fucking universal, dude. He's like yes. he was talking about you know trying to hop on a track with Amigos, doing like the mumble type rap, and he's like dubba, 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 and he's like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> you know, because you just, just know like that's not your style. Yeah, hey, he did a track with BTS. Snoop, <laughs> bruh. I mean, at this point I mean, though, Snoop has like a song Snoop. That's what I was saying. Snoop, Snoop is right. fucking universal. Snoop dude. completed the main story. He's just doing side quests now, bro. Like, <laughs> He's doing whatever the fuck. And so, and, and that's, and that's, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think Snoop is like the exact. I, I feel not as like universal, but I feel that's the way Pac would have went. Because at the end of the day, Pac is business. Oh yeah, he's about money. And if that means doing X Y Z, he'd do it. But the thing, the difference between him and 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 uh, Snoop Dogg, not that Snoop Dogg isn't a prideful person or which I'm very proud of. Like he doesn't lean into like, he don't give a fuck. Motherfucker. We can be drinking wine with Martha Stewart for all we know right now. <laughs> fucking smoking some weed, not even worry about shit. You know what I mean? Uh, but I know Pac would be a little more like, um, you know, he'll have a little more pride in like what I'm doing. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to concern. I don't want to embarrass myself a little bit or some shit like that. But he, I feel that's what also, Pac would do. Yeah. Cause he was also real political too. Yeah. I feel like, so I do, I do agree with that. Yeah. You never know. He could have been in the office some some way, shape, or form. You know. I he fuck. I mean, damn. At this rate, you got that's, Kanye trying to. Yeah, run yeah. And that's that's, <laughs> that's a whole different fucking thing. Yeah. Motherfucker's trying to run for his goddamn mind, dude. Um, <laughs> but no, that's what I'm saying though. Like that's that's what I'm curious. I'm always curious because I feel out of Biggie and Pac, I feel Biggie would have been the one that would have stuck with music more than Pac would, because I felt Pac was more open yeah, on finding shit, other shit. Like I got to build an empire. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. 
you know, so he'll leave. I, I, you know, to it's like, it's like working at a fucking, at a burger shop. Yeah, I'll be on the grill flipping burgers, but eventually I'm going to be running this bitch as CEO. And that's how yeah. I feel Pac would have been like, yeah, I right now I'm on the grill in this case, you know, making music and shit like that. But at some point I'm going to be running the piece. I'm going to be owning all these motherfuckers and making, you know, money off these guys. Other people and shit. Exactly. He, uh, he used music as like a, I don't know what the fuck do they call that? What's the, what's the term of that? He used it as like, he used it to get somewhere. A stepping he stone. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. He used it like to get somewhere, which is, I think, yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Man, Pac is definitely, I think. One thing about Pac, I think, well, not even just Pac, Pac and Biggie, I feel like you'll never have any type of artist that comes even close to that. I think, well, you can have artists that you can say, like, man, this person had the, they could possibly come close to it. Like, I think Nipsey definitely could have. Like, if you listen to his his, uh, his album, Victory Lap, like, you can, it's like, it's real in that direction of things. And I think had he stuck around a lot longer, he definitely, I think, could have been. Well, that's why I like, like, I feel like, Pac's evolution would have been closer to like Kendrick's where it's like, oh, wait, it's more like reserved. Yeah. In a way. But it, it's also kind of, there's a slight commercialization to it. Okay. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Cause like, I know you keep saying Nipsey, like I, I didn't know who that guy was until he died. And then everyone like all of a sudden knew who he was. And I'm like, I'm not going to front. I don't know who the fuck that guy was from Bro, day one. I'm going to be real same. I haven't either, but then like he died and then my, my, I know well, for one, he had some tracks on GTA. That's kind of like where I, where I heard from him some some songs, and then my brother was telling me some songs about him, and then he died, and then I was then I went to go check out his music. I'm like, oh man, like I missed out on a lot. That, I was yeah. in that same boat. I yeah, ain't even his, gonna lie. Yeah, his tracks were his tracks were dope, dude. I mean, it's I, now my I have like almost I have like his older tracks, his older projects. Bullets has got no name one, two, and three, and then I got his song, his uh, track, Mailbox Money, and then Marathon but see, Victory. That's Lab. the fucked up part, like. We didn't know about the guy until he passed. That's that's from blood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so where was all the uplifting beforehand? Where was all the commercialization beforehand so we can get it, you know? The thing that that's what's kind of messed up about trying to go in that direction of, like, uh, a career because a lot of people, um, you'll, put, you'll invest so much time and energy into it, and then a lot of times it's you don't pop until you hit, like, a certain – point within your craft and in your uh mm-hmm. journey i would say and that's that's what's messed up about it and i think the fact that he had a lot of supporters from his home area and when he did pass uh, that's what kind of really made it so like wow like what the hell and yeah. like the stuff that he had planned for the future and like his um i guess his goals really you would say because he just opened up the marathon the marathon store where he was trying to like help out his um community that yeah damn i'm like drawing on these fucking words right now but yeah that's that's like a big, yeah. I think that's a big part. Yeah, that of was like a, that was his brand. Yeah, that's what I'm saying though, man. That's crazy. It, yeah, it's fucking crazy. It happens yeah. even time. in his songs. Like he'll 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 say in his songs, like he says, like one of the lines, like a, a little snippet from the line. He's like, "I own my own masters. I'll be damned if I slave for some white crackers." Yeah, dude. Like he he made sure he did all the right things to own everything 100 percent himself. Yep. So he didn't have to rely on any big labels and stuff, yeah. which is probably why we never heard of him, at least like within our area. That's exactly it. And as opposed to like being down south, you know, because yeah. he was from L.A. Crenshaw. Crenshaw. So, but yeah, man, it it sucks that you know most of the, most of the time, like these these more popular style rappers and artists and stuff, like they don't get their flowers till they're gone. 
There's two of them that just passed. They're not. I mean, I don't think they were as big as as Nip was, but it sucks because they're definitely real talented. I think it's uh, little little loaded, and then uh, Jaded Youngin. Those two. Those two. Uh, they got some good tracks. Like Lil Loaded, he has that that hunger in his voice, and in some of his tracks that we were talking about earlier, that you could definitely hear where there was a lot of potential for both of them. Jada Youngin was more of like the um, melodic or harmonizing uh, type of music, and like in terms of like vocals and styles. But yeah, that that kind of shit just sucks, man. That's one thing about uh, the music industry's artists always dropping. I feel like. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's that's like going back to kind of what we. Open. I opened it up all back when we talk about BTS. Like that's that's what the music industry is afraid of because they're afraid of fan base. They're afraid of that power, and that's what a lot of the artists that we're speaking of right now like. They have it, but then they don't. They get it after the fact. Yep, and that's the fucked up part. Exactly. You know what I mean? But if they can get behind it and get more and get that support, then the sky's the limit. But Again, it's like it's either that or you got to conform with the fucking music industry and all their bullshit and all their cuts. The way I the way I, I, I see that is it's it's a lot of like you're trying to fight the damn like a flood of water, you know, like yeah. it's got like the whole wave going, but you're trying to go against it so you can get your your stuff without following along the way, you know, mm-hmm. and that's that's what makes that type of shit so tough. But but I think at the end, like once you get there, it makes it that much more like triumphant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's that sense of like because you earn it yourself, and you yeah. earn it with the people that truly support and yeah. like you. Yeah, that's want to hear you. That is what I think is what's more most important uh, when it comes to like trying to create a, like an uh, a career like based off as, as an artist. Like, is you could be someone like Takashi, where you just have that where you're doing numbers and stuff, but a lot of the times people will just bring that guy up. <laughs> <laughs> A, a lot of times, people will just put it on as like background music, and it's, it doesn't really have any impact to their to their daily. Life. I hope it doesn't have an impact. I hope it has <laughs> that guy is terrible. For for me, that's what's most important. You know, when it comes to just uh, perfecting the craft, is like wanting to like be able to be impactful. Because one main thing that I've always one main reason why I've always wanted to do music is I've always I was mainly that kid like in high school who just kind of had like the headphones in at all times. Would go uh, that that'd be my headspace, man. Like I'd go home, I'd some tracks just try to like uh recenter in a way you know mm-hmm. and that was what if and i was real picky about the type of stuff i would listen to like i wouldn't just jump on like the next trend and just be like oh this is what's going around all crazy like this and that it was always stuff that i felt like resonated deep within me mm-hmm. and stuff that would help me like kind of recenter so that was a lot of the shit that that's one of my main reasons on why i want to do music and when it comes to just creating and building a community like around that that's what's important because I don't want to just be like all oh, these people like they mess with this uh, this type of music so they want to just take a picture for whatever reason just to say that they took a picture yeah. of this person like they might not yeah. even really be a real fan like your name yep. is just everywhere so that's what that's the reason why they just fucking uh, know of you but it's important it's more important to be impactful I think so the moral of the story is music that's impactful music that's inspirational music that actually means something that's where that's where we're at that's where we want yeah. so that the question becomes. When when are we when 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 is the track dropping? Which what? one? What track? From, either from yourself or from uh, from from Man. ourselves. This guy over here we got Beatmaster. You know, <laughs> I do, if he wasn't keeping some of these like West Side beats from me, man, I tell you, we would have had some collab projects. When we I told you, I told you, bro, years, bro, it took it took a lot for me to even acknowledge like the the things I did, but it 
You know, we said it. Stop being a little bitch. Wow. <laughs> I feel it, though. He said, I feel it. Like, I was like, a massive bitch. <laughs> no, no. Like, I resonate with what, with what you're saying because it's like, you're your worst critic, man. Like, you yeah. might be like, damn, dude, I got to change this. I got to change that. Da, da, da. And you go show it to somebody like, what you talking about, bro? Like, this is perfect. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's and, where my issue is. And that's where, that's where you want to know your true peeps. Like, I'll tell this motherfucker straight up, like, I mean, I always got something to say, right? Every time he asked me, like, hey, what do you think about this? And, like, he sent me a certain verse, and I know just, I know the point was his verse verse that yeah, he yeah. sent to the song. My shit was, nah, audio's too loud. You got to speak up. I can't hear you. I don't know what the fuck you're saying, this and this. And, and I'm sure he was more like, bitch, I want you to critique, like, tell me what you think about what I just said. I mean, I just yeah. fucking recorded a song. I want that shit. But I was like, nah, dude, More I'm going like to, yeah, like I'm going I'm to tell you like it is. I'm going to tell you, you know, this and this, like, oh, that's yeah. where my mind goes. Cause at the end of the day, I want, I do want to, I am trying to uplift you, but I'm trying to get you the information of my perspective, what I'm seeing here. And that's why it's like, and then he sent me the second one. I'm like, okay, yeah, I hear the lyrics clear. I understand what you're saying. I feel he's even sent me the lyrics and I was like, Oh, I like this, you know? And then with the track and I'm still like, okay, but I, 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 I my, my feedback would be, Let's get the track audio down. Let's get you up. Obviously, you got to kind of record a little bit different. Yeah, um, sometimes, like if it's the if the uh, the engineer side of it is too much, like if if it's too low, vocals are too loud, or if it's too low, then you it kind of like distracts the mind from what you're trying to say. And yeah, like the certain triggers that you might try to get from your audience. I don't know. Has he ever showed you any of my stuff? I don't even know if I have if you have my uh, my links or not, but. I uh, I I've I haven't showed uh Rick any of your stuff. Mainly because I know how you kinda are. Not 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 in a negative way, but I know it takes the kinda like me, it takes a lot for you to like share. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't want to share that, you know, without your permission or anything. No, I was, I mean I I don't mind as long as like it's uh well, I mean it's Rick for one, so I don't I'm not really sure. And if it was like uh just someone, someone, I don't know. What's the well, password? Is he one of the like fellas? Just to hate, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, sometimes people hate just to hate. That's why. No, I, I that's why it. I feel you when not trying to like share it too much. But yeah, I mean, always, I'm always like appreciative of like of any type of feedback, really, because I know one thing for sure though. Some of my tracks they do have too much. Uh, like my vocals do need to be lowered, but that part becomes complicated because then I'm like. And they not complicated, but um, then you get too much in your head. Like, am I lowering it too much? Is dude, it, exactly. Is the exactly. Are, is the instruments too loud? Wait, why do I hear this instrument more? Mm-hmm. Like, why is this sound coming more in on the left and on the right? And then like, it, what did I hit? Like, yeah, it becomes a lot. So yeah, especially too in the like the process of trying to like finalize the song, it makes you be like, dude, like fuck this. I'm gonna just like save this file and then go back to it later because it yeah. becomes like it just because like I don't I don't make the beats. No, these not yet. I haven't made like a full beat that I could rap over. But I can, uh, like, I'll write the track, and then I'll record it, and then I'll do the, um, like, the mixing effects of it. So I'll add, like, the reverb or whatever. Yeah. And so it comes to a point to where it's just, like, it just becomes, like, super draining. It's like, man, I'll go back to it later. And a lot of songs I just don't go back to because it's, like, I'd rather just write something new. It's weird. It's like playing a new, like, playthrough on a game. It's like, man, like... I, Sometimes, uh, like it, the Elder Scrolls, I just love creating that new character and then just going through. It's, 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 it's the, if it doesn't capture your interest and passion you're gonna want to there's something in you telling you no nah, i'm not as satisfied as i want to be with this i'm gonna start over I aim in a different direction yeah yep. that's what it is what's funny is the the track i created that um you were asking about when we're gonna drop it um came from inspiration 100 percent from this man and i happened to i was creating a track because he had asked me he was like hey like you need to make me something i can rap over 
I was like, all right, like, let me see what I can come up with. Blah, blah, blah. Whoop, whoop. And I was looking for a certain sound. And because my shit was all fucking disorganized, I was going through my different files and looking for what I thought was one of the tracks I had made with that certain distinct sound I was looking for. But when I came across it, I came off, I came across a track you had sent me like years ago. And I was like, oh, wait, like, man, I haven't heard this in a while. Like, so I, I played it and I was like, dang, yeah, I forgot how sick this was. I didn't even told you about it. Like I texted you. I was like, man, like I just came across this track. Like I forgot how dope this was. Yeah, which one was it? Uh, Been there, done that. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, you did. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So I actually sampled that for that track. Oh, but, did you? Yeah. Oh, shit. I even Damn like in the lyrics. Oh, I even pay homage. I, you know, I I give you your flowers in that, and the the last line I sing, I I you know re- I I reference that song, and uh, yeah, man, like it it just it just threw a uh, like a new inspiration because when you find that that sound, you want to build around that. Yeah, and that's what I try to do with the uh, the track I created. That's cool. That's my, uh, that song, man. That that's like one of my favorites. I was listening to that on the way here, man. It's like, that was a cool. One. I love the beat. I wish I could just make beats and just rap, be able to rap over them, so I don't have to like. It's tough trying to find a beat, unless you don't. Well, now that we got kind of like more so in a direction of like uh, collaborating, it might be easier for me to find beats because a lot of beats like I find on YouTube, a lot of them are like the same, and it's tough to even. They uh, they stem from the same like base. Yeah, dude. That's why like. I mean, yeah, so if you listen to a lot of the ones that, you know, I have published, they incorporate a lot of the same sounds. Like, the, they may be in the background or just here in little, uh, little um, you know, a little snippet within the the song itself. Mm-hmm. But it's because that I was building around that sound. So I think there's, like, two or three that incorporate um, a lot of, like, the same either chorus or stringed instrument. In the uh, the tracks I created, that you sent me, or just that you have, that I have. Oh, okay. I was thinking, I was like, damn, I can't even think of anything that might sound uh, similar. What you playing? Oh, nothing. I was just uh, this thing ready. Yeah, Rick, you should check out my stuff, dude. Just let me know. I don't have a whole lot even updated or uploaded, but I definitely got some shit that's about to be coming, dude. Once I get in my my head like my creative headspace and like lock in on that right now i've been out of creating for a while i've just been in a funky headspace but kind of like stepping back into my zone and being able to get stuff and i feel like it's i it's was good to step away from it for a while because i feel like i've come back with like a new hunger in terms of like getting ready to just write more tracks and record yeah because at first like when i was first started writing i'm like damn like be able to like try to remix a pop song like that's way out of like my area you know what i mean (laughs) But just, like, I feel like now I could at least try and attempt to, like, do the type of stuff he does when it comes to, like, changing up his flow and his sound. So I, that's, like, that's one thing I'm getting excited for, man, is being able to just go back in that direction and, like, in that headspace. It's super important to me. No, I think uh, I think it'd be dope to hear some of your stuff. And, like I said, if you guys, I mean, like, he's pretty much open. You know, I'm, I'm always down to give feedback. I try to give constructive feedback, you know, um, with the intent to help. Um, and just give my perspective because, you know, sometimes I can have something that might be good or something that could be like, I'm batshit crazy, so don't even listen to me. <laughs> but, yeah. There's also the language barrier sometimes. 
Yeah, now we are speaking. What the fuck? <laughs> um, well, shit, man. This is this has been fun. This has been good. I think we've done uh coming close to three hours now. Damn. Doesn't even feel like it, huh? No, actually, it doesn't. I'm bro. telling you, that's how it is with this shit. It that's just cool. goes, man. It just goes and goes and goes like the fucking Energizer Bunny. Yeah. Um, no, it's been very insightful, and I think uh, we'll definitely have to set up another another uh, another episode, hopefully in a couple of weeks or months or something, and by then, hopefully, we'll get a track. <clears throat> Should have one by then. See if Nate has got some good beats. We'll lay some chorus. We'll work some work, and then we'll try to premiere some. Hell yeah. Throw some shit out there, you know what I mean? Nate over here can be like Timbaland. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the hype guy just in the back going, yeah. It's fucking ad lib city. Ad lib city. Yeah. <laughs> Swear. <laughs> Skirt. Skirt. Bye. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> fucking sound like one of them goats from the, Fucking uh, Colonel Sanders and the water boy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Right, you gotta ad lib that now. It just has to be in a song. Hey, before you close this out though, why you got my man Leon so dirty right there, bro? You're doing him dirty, dog. I'm not even gonna front. Dang, Dang Chris Redfield. Bro. I had um, they were right, they were right there where Senor Doctor Strange was at, and so I had to make room. I had to make room. I'm man. hurt, bro. Sorry, oh, brother. Dog. Fucking. That's the one that came with the Resident Evil Four Collectors, right? Is yes, there? You're doing him dirty, man. I got I got Leon in here though. Oh, and Joe. I got that's that's fair, but that's the one from number four, man. Hey, Resident Four is wag, dude. You're tripping. <laughs> <laughs> I said it before, man, it's my least favorite Resident Evil. Now I don't know about that's the remake. I haven't played fair, the remake, but you know, before him. <laughs> tripping, man. That's fair. A lot I know a lot of Resident Evil fans like the second one. Uh, the first and second are like my all time faves. Um, I don't know. I just like the the origin. I don't know. It's just Resident Evil Four is just something else. Well, yeah, because it's kind of like how we were dis- discussing last time. It takes a step from that all the zombies and shit. Yeah, like I like the zombie. Yeah, that's it right there. I like the zombie stories. Well, I think we. I think I probably made an army guy out of both of you, motherfuckers. <laughs> What? An army member. <laughs> oh, for this, B- for this BTS. I mean, I'll throw some of the songs on the playlist. I might listen to some tracks. Yeah, like I said, I need some new. I'll send you guys like their their the rap side of shit. But I mean, I do say open up to the other stuff too because it's like it's pretty. It's pretty. Cool. I'm telling you, if you have Disney Plus, just watch their concert. Permission oh, to I dance, do dude. I gotta re up my my subscription on there because I need um. You need to do Mando, bro. That one, yeah. And Andor, Andor, I gotta get ready for Ahsoka. Also, there it is, Ahsoka too. Yeah, yep. Star Wars trying to make a comeback. <laughs> the comebacks of comebacks. Mm. And go watch Guardians three. Watch the I, special first. Dude, I might wait for it to hit Disney Plus right now because then I then I'll have like three movies to watch. I'll oh, have yeah. Black Panther two, and you, Man, and, and cry. That one. You know, no one will see you cry. Or just be at the house sitting down. <laughs> Fine, That's what not? these guys gonna be doing. Oh, yeah. Just chonies in his like recliner. Uh huh. Holding a fucking uh-huh. soggy hot dog. <laughs> Why is it soggy? I know. Why is it gonna be soggy? Because it's been. He's been trying to eat it, but he hasn't, and all the tears are falling on it. Oh fuck that, bro! I'll still be crying, <laughs> crying straight on the bun, bro. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, that's why it'd be a soggy hot dog. Extra, extra. wash away all the ketchup and mustard. Yeah. Damn. That's oh, bad. Cool, cool, cool. Anything else, Nate? 
I'm in town. Thug it, my miles. My coochie pink. My booty hole brown. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of do want to hear what it sounds like. To, what the spit of freestyle of it is before you put this away. Oh, like this. Oh, like yeah. We oh, can, it stays just, like, just over the headphones. Stay, it stays out. Yeah, we can mess with it after. Yeah, we'll do that, and maybe I'll uh, release it as a bonus clip. <laughs> I don't, I don't know about that He said no 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 Copyright I'm gonna bring hear, my lawyer out I gotta hear lyrics from both of y'all man I don't got lyrics I can't freestyle See bro Don't ever He's got, he's got a verse He's got a whole verse that, He's already showed me You can re- record your verse that you uh, did I, I sent it to him Yeah so you can just spit it on this Oh okay Oh okay As he's jamming one of those nerd balls down his throat Why don't you jam these nerd balls down your throat bitch Goddamn right That's how small they are you little bitch <laughs> You, wait, you just roast yourself? He roasted himself. No, you. No, oh, I didn't. Oh, you meant yours. I thought you. Uh, I got. I zoned out, bro. I meant I nerd because like nerd. You're not a nerd. My balls, are fake, fake. Are nerd. fake. <laughs> Your balls are fake. Balls what? Are fake. All right, gents. Well, thank you for joining us. I appreciate you thank coming you through, for man. Having me, man. This shit was fun. I got like I said, man. This was. I listened to y'all a lot. This was so cool. You gotta do it again. Like you can listen to yourself. <laughs> I'll show my brother. Tell everyone in in German Germany in Germany. Oh yeah, in German. Tell them in German in Germany. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna get that app and I'm gonna learn everything. Mm-hmm. Hell mm-hmm. yeah, Babel. Alrighty, guys. Till next time. Bye. All right, party's over. Everyone go home. I'm the party pooper. That's this week's episode of Sigma Duocast. Catch us next week on another episode. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Be sure to like and follow our social media pages like Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, subscribe to our YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcast channels. What is that? How do you learn to talk like that? We've learned our languages through the World Wide Web. Until next time, stay safe and thanks for tuning in. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.